7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me as always on the program, it's the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. I welcome my new nuclear overlords. Yes, where it's uh, otherwise a slow news week except for the threat of nuclear holocaust. Uh, yeah. God. Neat stuff. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, uh, Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, can also be heard on the Tim Cormel Show and can be read on the poorly written political blog. Welcome, sir. I have a uh, used fallout shelter for sale if anybody's interested. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sli- gently worn? Uh, never used. Okay, good, good. So, well, and, except for practice, practice. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like I said, gently worn. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, in our rotating co-host slot this evening, uh, Mr. Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Hello, sir. I learned Sunday watching Game of Thrones: do not fuck with dragons. Um. Yeah, and all and run. <laughs> Yeah, uh, wow, Game of Thrones was something else, everybody. No spoilers here, but yeah, let's just say that it's kind of something everybody's been waiting for to have happen on Game of Thrones, and it happened, and it was huge. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, uh, but, yeah, you know, holy yeah, do not, shit. Yeah, do not fuck with a dragon. Yeah, so you want fire and fury. So, speaking of fire and fury, everyone... Yes, that's how our idiot uh, uh, Fat Daddy Donald uh, is talking uh, right now uh, regarding, you know, because uh, obviously the threat of North Korea having a nuke that can hit uh, the U.S. mainland is becoming more and more reality. And uh, they're belligerent. Trump's belligerent. China isn't doing good. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, but uh, and, and keep in mind, China, China is um, China has diplomatic relations with North Korea. This is true. And some would say that they are allies. I would not. I don't know yeah. that. But yeah, we got a problem. It's a it's bigly problem. Yeah, but, um, we really have a big problem. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, Maka Khan isn't really handling the situation very well with this kind of rhetoric. Because you guys tell me what you think it means after this 32 seconds of audio. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. 
He has been very threatening uh, beyond a normal statement. And as I said, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. Thank you. Thank you. Fire, fury, and frankly, Mm. power. That this world has Has never seen seen before. before. And might I add that we're in August, the same month that we dropped two bombs on Japan. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. And and if it's going to be worse than that, you don't want to be here. Oh, no. Well, if it is worse than that, we don't have a choice, do we? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, sort of. And so he just drew a red line. One more threat from North Korea. Mm-hmm. Fire and fury. Frankly, power. So you know, the, the the thing is, is that Trump was responding. This was a response to a report. I think it was. I think it was Washington Post who came out with it that said nuclear. That that said North North Korea now has the ability to put a nuclear warhead on their inter, intercontinental ballistic missiles. Yes. Well, they right? didn't exactly say that. No. Okay. What they said was that there was an intelligence briefing assessment you're going where okay keep going that said that they are confident that they've miniaturized a nuclear weapon now there's a big step between miniaturizing it and getting it in an operational icbm thank you big jump big jump thank you and and i'm glad that you clarified that because i I am very, there's there's two things here that I, I want to get, if we don't talk about this all night, I want to get it out of the way now. There's two things that are going on here. Um, one, as I was saying, Trump was responding to this report, to this alleged, alleged intelligence community report. And two, a couple of months ago, there's a guy who I follow on Twitter and who I've talked about him before, John Schindler. He wrote back in, um, it was April. He wrote back in April that Pyongyang and and North Korea, they don't have, our country doesn't have intelligence over there. We don't have people who are undercover. We don't have, you know, we we don't have the means to, to take intelligence out of that country. We rely on other countries. I mean, right now in North, in, South Korea. I don't know. Wait, maybe it's not South Korea. I think I think in North Korea, we there's the Sweden embassy, who acts as a proxy embassy to us. So I am looking at this, and I'm I am scared. I I don't want to say this is a nothing burger, um, but I'm very concerned about where this intelligence report came from. I'm also curious as to whether or not Trump read the report because he's on vacation. Um, and that's why I think his response today was really disturbing. It was very disturbing, because if it's as serious as it sounds, his response was very, very bad. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Like, but Adam, did you want to chime in on this? 
Well, I was going to say we also need to remember that we have thousands of U.S. trips at, at the DMZ. Um, and, uh, you know, yes, Kim Jong-un is a lunatic. Yes, he's a fascist dictator. But that means we have to be even more, you know, you know, we need even more care dealing with him because, you know, he, he can't hit the United States. He can hit South Korea. He could probably hit China or or Japan, or yeah. Russia, and he, or or well, he went. You know, I'm I'm sure he's sucking on Putin's teat or nether regions. Oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know the fa- the fact that Kim Jong Un is unstable, and I'm not disputing that. He he is unstable. The man is a fucking psycho. Means. We should not be antagonizing him every single time he does something stupid. Exactly. Well, yeah, they want, on the other hand, we know. have a very unstable person inhabiting the White House, and that's well. Yeah, that's we have our own. Really cr- we have our own crazed dictator. We, you know, they have Kim. They have King Jong. We have one dumb fuck. I, I yeah. saw that meme, but you know, I'm just saying that. Like I said, he's unstable. He's insane. But, you know, we have a man who desperately wants a war because he thinks that's going to get the country to get on their hands and knees and worship him like mm. the god emperor he thinks he is. Well, but would would you would you agree that it's OK? I don't want to I don't want to box anybody into a corner. I just want to know if 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 my assessment of looking at this intelligence report or the reporting on this intelligence report, and this is really key, the reporting of it should be kind of kept uh, or looked at as suspect as opposed to, you know, this oh, is oh, true. Oh, because I'm, I'm thinking, and Joe and I talked about this earlier, I'm thinking about the reports that came out back in 2003 when we were told that, that you know, there were weapons of mass destruction. Oh, I, I definitely agree with you. They they should be, you know, you know, uh, they should be looked at as being suspect, uh, you know, because we don't have any solid intelligence assets in North Korea. That said, we know he, we know Un desperately wants that capacity. Yeah, you and know, it, we know he wants it, and we know if he gets it, he's gonna take a pot shot. He's definitely gonna go after Japan because, you know, especially North Korea hates japan with a fiery passion south korea is not too hot with japan but they put up with them because tourist dollars you know but you know if he gets a nuke that can hit japan he will use it because they still have the grudge from the pre-world war ii era where japan was basically subjugating most of asia not that i'm saying japan you know should have done that i'm just saying they still it's still a pretty sharp axe they've been grinding for you know 80 90 years my concern is that that the guy in the White House is using this intelligence report as as a reason to go to war with North Korea. Yeah, and not just that, but this is, uh, you know, he says that he, that he better not threaten us anymore. That, you know, that, that fire and fury thing, that's exactly the reaction that lunatic in North Korea wants from the lunatic over here. That's yeah. exactly the response he wants. I mean, you know, it's... It's bonkers. It's just bonkers. But um, I will say that there is some good news out of all this, everybody. 
from media. Sean Hannity makes huge sacrifice. Vows 12-hour ceasefire of petty political fights due to North Korea. This is by Justin Bargona. Um, it says, today brought the sobering and troubling news that reclusive dictatorship has now successfully produced a miniaturized nuclear warhead that can be placed in missiles, bringing it to the brink of being a true nuclear power in the world. Well, one man has made the ultimate sacrifice for his country in terms of fighting the nuclear threat from an unstable adversary. He's going to temporarily stop his mean tweets. And Sean Hannity tweeted, in light of dangerous North Korea's threat, I'm stopping all petty political disagreements for at least next 12 hours. Let's see what others do. Oh, my God. And it says, yep, Fox News, Fox News host Sean Hannity is vowing to briefly halt his fights with other media members and political figures in response to the North Korea news. Shortly after Hannity's tweet went up, uh, the New York Times' Maggie Haberman snarkily responded on Twitter, looking forward to vexing international issue being solved in 12 hours because no tweets from cable host. <laughs> <laughs> Also, minutes after Hannity offered up his assistance uh, to halt the threat, President Donald Trump, I'm sorry, I said the phrase, Sleazy Dawn publicly commented on the North Korean issue, saying that North Korea will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen if they escalated to a nuclear situation. So, yeah. Did did Trump... Like the world has never seen, does that mean that's going to be worse than Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Well, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Sorry, Joe. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean that. So I guess uh, we're gonna deploy. I don't know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten nukes. I don't know. And we Here's cannot a, count the ecological oh, sorry, the ecological repercussions uh, from an attack like that. Is um, I, I mean, I I understand. Yes, the loss of human life is horrible, but unleashing that on the face of the of the earth you know after the human factor um you know i, I can't even imagine i can't even imagine what, what's going to happen i i think and i'm trying to think of like what the ramifications of this would be and and i can actually see i'm going to put on my pundit hat i can actually see at a certain point because he said this today and everybody who has one like little tiny skin in this game or understands what he said knew what he was saying he was talking about nukes and we all know from his campaign he has been itching to use these we also know that he's been itching to deflect from the from the russia investigation but the thing i can see is that if he keeps going and when i say he i'm talking about moscow donny um i can totally see putin coming stepping in be it at the UN level, even saying we need to sit down and oh. seeing Putin talk to North Korea and China and Japan and do the same thing that you know the same thing that we did during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and that's well, terrifying. Well, uh, okay, so so here we go. Well, that's funny. You said the exact word terrifying, and not funny, but it's it's kind of weird because I was reading the word when you said the word. Um, Another one from Justin Bargona. This just broke on Mediaite about 20 minutes ago. North Korea says it's carefully examining a plan to strike Guam following Trump's threat. Great. And it starts off, well, this is fairly terrifying. Hours after President... Uh, I'm sorry. 
hours after Crooked Dawn issued forceful remarks and um, uh, I'm sorry, forceful remarks in response to news that North Korea's nuclear capabilities are increasing. Spokesperson for the Korean People's Army. Uh, Korean People's Army issued a statement indicating that the country was seriously considering a plan to strike Guam, a U.S. territory in the Pacific. Below is a statement via BuzzFeed, uh, and I'll I'll share the link. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, The spokesperson stated that, um, that that plan would be to put into practice a multi-current in consecutive uh, way any moment uh, and consecutive way any moment i i'm sorry the wording on that's weird as soon as north korea uh, korean leader uh kim jong-un gave approval after it was reported that uh, north korea had successfully developed miniaturized nuclear warheads that it can fit into missiles uh, trump gave the following statement okay yeah so anyway they're just kind of recapping everything here so yeah um there you go um trump they just threatened guam hmm so and you know what as I was trying this oh, link sorry. has this link has no, the ahead. statement in the chat. We go cannot ahead. trust we cannot trust on the generals to stop Trump if he tries to, to order a nuclear strike. We can't trust that they're gonna do it. No. Do, do we have a choice? No. I don't trust them. You know, but I you know I, I it does uh, Anthony, the no- question is is do we have a choice? Who are we supposed to trust at this point? Trump basically came out and threatened nuclear war today we Ooh. can't trust anybody we can't i mean we can't trust anybody except maybe if this go ahead sorry go if ahead. this doesn't get the generals to come on and say this guy is off his fucking gourd we need to get him out and we need to get him out now then no we can't no we can't trust them and they're you know no they're saying that it's part of a grand strategy of course his comments were meant as a as a ploy, it's well thought out. Well thought out. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of, but have yeah, they said no, that? He's yes. What I find what I find curious is that Sean Hannity is going to stop his nasty tweeting for twelve hours, based on the same intelligence agencies that told us that Russia tampered in our elections that he doesn't believe. Well, hey, do I? There is that. Oh, that's curious. Yeah, and then so, Trump, and then Trump was retweeting a story uh, from Fox News that was uh, that basically he was promoting leaks. So you know yes. they they, they want to have it yes, both he ways. He pushed a story with anonymous sources, and the best part about that was that I think it was right right before he tweeted it, Nikki Haley, our UN diplomat. Mm-hmm. was on Fox News and they asked her about this and she said I can't comment on classified information and then he tweeted it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is this is why England is no longer sharing intelligence with the United States. This is why Germany has basically said we're on our own because the United States is not a reliable partner anymore and they're run by a dumb gross orange gorilla who can't keep his big mouth shut. The only share, only thing England's sharing with us now is Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> Stop! Stop sharing that <laughs> fat fucker. Um, and that's via Nazi Town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good old Nazi yes, Town. Yes. Yes. Oh, no, by the no way, no Nazi collaborator, Sebastian Gorky Pig Gorka. 
Uh, yeah, I, and by the way, Rain, I think uh, did you share the thing where the where there was the misspelling of uh, opioid before the opioid press yes. conference today? <laughs> yes, and I'm not sure if the, the the reporter who originally put that out said that she thinks that this came that the, that the screenshot that she got was a couple of months old, but she kept it up there because still they misspelled op- opioid. How they spell it? O o p o p i o d. It sounds like a constellation or a star opioid. cluster. It was opioid. Yeah, so, yeah, the opioids. Look, it's the opioids. They only come yeah. out. You know, it was really you funny. Know, this time of year. Yeah, one one of the one of the greatest responses to that. I um I don't know who it is, but whoever did it was a hero. It says they're not grammar Nazis, just regular Nazis. I'm sorry, they're not grammar Nazis, just regular Nazis. So. At this point, about the yeah. Trump administration, so uh, <laughs> I thought that was good. Regular Nazis, I hate these guys. Yeah, um, opioids uh, were on Andy Griffith, wasn't it? Waka <laughs> waka. Yes. Oh, sorry. I got to give you a rim shot. Uh, yeah. So, um, all right. Let's get Kellyanne Conway's response to uh, to this. Uh, well, she she's asked about this, and boy, holy shit. I'm out of it today, but I, I I look like I got my shit together compared to Kellyanne Conway today. I mean, she <laughs> she was like somewhere. She was like she you know, like, I, it's like somebody had to spin her around and point her to the podium and the microphone. And this audio, I mean, she could barely even put her face near the microphone too. It's terrible. She looked, she looked like, like she was on opioids. She looked like she somebody, looks like like somebody stole her good legs. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like Dracula did before he started getting younger by drinking blood. Well, uh, whatever she looked like, she sounded uh, very low energy, very, very low energy. Um, <laughs> can you can you blame her? Uh, no, no, not with this. So anyway, a reporter asked her to follow up on uh, Sleazy Don's uh, comments, his fire and fury remarks. He said that North Korea, if they continue their threats, will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Can you explain specifically what he meant by fire and fury? Is that the reaction? No, I can't. I think the president's comments were very strong and obvious. I know all of you covered them live. And uh, I would defer to other members of Dr. Price's cabinet to comment further. I think the president's comments are very clear. <laughs> very strong. See, the, re- <laughs> the reality is setting in. Trump is her legacy. When people sit down and write this part of our history in the history books, they're going to be saying this woman got this jackass into the White House. She is going to go down being one of America's greatest historical, you know, figures up there with John Wilkes, John Wilkes Booth, and Lee Harvey Oswald. We'll see. We'll see. Um. But can can we agree on the fact that this didn't sound like the Kellyanne Conway that we're normally used to? No, that's so. Oh yeah, very inspiring. I mean, yeah. and I, I found that very interesting, and I, you know, I watched the video when they were all sitting at the table, and then I watched her come out and stand behind Tom Price today, and I'm just gonna stand back. Her body language was really off. I'm not. I'm not a Fox body English you know, language specialist, but there was something very, very wrong there. And it, that coupled with, um, when Trump made his fire sound and fury, <laughs> with his whatever folded he arms. said, he had the folded <laughs> arms. He looked like a little kid who said, I'm not going to eat my broccoli. 
I'm not gonna do it. Um, yeah, that was Trump it, looked terrified. Weird Trump looked day. Terrified. Weird day for body language for the Trump cult. That's for sure. I'm, yeah. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying she's depressed because she's realizing that she put a monster. Oh, I think you're giving too high- much credit at this point. Nah. You know. I, I do. I'm sorry, Adam. I think you're giving her uh, way too much I'm being, credit. I'm being too nice. That I don't woman, hear that. That woman, she has access to Adderall. She <laughs> has access to opioids. She has access to downers and uppers. No. I'm just going to stand Kenny, I don't think long. there was something wrong with her today. And I, I just get the feeling after watching her behind Price, watching her sitting, you know, two, two seats down from Trump today at that table. Something is going on. I'll just be right and Either they're here. scared shitless at this news, or something else is going. I think they're scared shitless at this well, news. I really, I, really do. I, I did offer you some some possibilities in the chat this afternoon. Didn't yes, I? you did. Uh, they were maybe the people on the maybe people in the, the this chat could tell us. Uh, one of these four. She was drunk. Satan called in his chips. Yeah. <laughs> she just realized who she was. True, or or somebody just showed her her soul. Many people are saying so. There you go. So who knows? <laughs> just gonna stay in the back. You just didn't know. She oh. she started to look like that Nazi whose face melted in Indiana Jones. No, she does Beautiful. No, she, she got. She had a facelift. I don't even care about what but, she looks like. It's just that neither do I actually you know, be honest with you. Um I, I just care that, you know, this she's she seems like she's uh um I don't know, she's just kind of given up. It's like she wants that money so bad, she's just gonna be like, whatever. You know, somebody okay. said somebody said in uh maybe a month or so ago that uh who worked at the Clinton White House during the uh, impeachment and all the investigations with Ken Starr. And they said that there was nothing more disturbing than working in a White House that's under investigation. And the stress is unbelievable. They said there were time, there were people who wouldn't even go in and talk to Bill Clinton in the Oval Office for fear that they would have to lawyer up after the discussion. So, that part makes a lot of sense. I, 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 and, and they said, you, you have no idea what it's like to work in a White House like that, that is under investigation by a special prosecutor. It's got to be taking its toll on these people. Maybe. I mean, I, to me, that you know, all jokes aside, and I know I'll get back to being somewhat funny, but that makes sense because there was mm. something, aside from the gravity of what Trump said, there was something very unfunny about, you know, her and Trump today, where yeah. I just felt like looking at it, it it seemed Trump crossing his arms like that was weird. Okay, I, I just got to tell you what this completely makes me think of is if anybody's seen in the office, Michael Scott's interview tactics, where uh, he folds his arms and then he mumbles to try and like, you know... <laughs> Say, I, okay, uh, just listen. I, I pulled the video up. I want to. Uh, Let's get down to business. Why don't you tell me why you think you deserve a raise? Well, it's simple, Mike. I mean, we merged these two branches, right? So now we're shipping twice as many orders as we used to. And with Roy going, we got a smaller crew. And I'm picking up all of his slack 
So I think I should be compensated fairly by getting a raise. <clears throat> but I can't hear you. I can't. What, Mike? <laughs> you make very compelling argument. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, <laughs> Did you hear it? What's that? What? Oh, yeah. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Make a very compelling point. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. it was The audio was a little bit low on that, but um, uh, it's all there now. So, anyway, well, yeah. That's... Francie mentioned the other drugs I forgot to mention. Xanax oh. or Ativan? Uh, definitely not cocaine. So <laughs> that'll that'll pick you up. That's a that'll put the pep in your step. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It certainly is, and that's a hell of a clip to grab right now because I don't have time. Uh, but anyway, Sorry. let's go. Ahead. No, that's all right. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, run to the break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the impending apocalypse and other shit. Uh, so hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Buy your food buckets. Jim Baker's out there somewhere. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio and KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil. Uh. Lost City. Lost City Macaroni uh. We started from the bottom and we still on the bottom You asking about troubles, hell yeah we got them Living in a land that has been forgotten When the natives get restless, the police drop them Dried up, no place to go shopping Even if you had cabbage, where would you go cop it? Just stop it, there is no profit For them to invest a block from some project Change the topic, there ain't no point For them to talk about the problems in Detroit Be more in Chicago, you know what I mean Let us not forget about New Orleans Welcome to the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a lost city, that's out of reach we live inside Lost City. The streets round here show you no pity. We live inside Lost City. We live inside Lost City. We live inside Lost City. The streets round here show you no pity. We live inside Lost City. We live inside Lost City. We started in the ghetto and we still in the ghetto. With so many scars, we are tougher than metal. Tougher than leather if we all get together. From my hood to me barrio, wherever we wanna go. Voice to the voiceless, a choice for the choiceless. I drive a bucket, this ain't Rolls Royce shit. Unemployment, undereducation. Can't even find a job at the gas station. No patience, they get no immunity. To corporations, killing my community. And Lost City where it feel like the apocalypse We need to stand up and let's put a stop to this In the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a lost city that's out of reach We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City 
We live inside Lost City. The streets round here show you no pity. We live inside Lost City. We live inside Lost City. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Light. Out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worse, it's showtime! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting on the Indie Weekly. <laughs> anyway welcome back to turn up the night it is show time and of course joining me as always on the program uh joe santoris of scranton pennsylvania the electric city oh i've seen fire and i've seen fury <laughs> nice and of course uh rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc welcome back to the program I got nothing to follow that. That was okay. awesome. All right. I've yeah. seen fire and I've seen fury. 
I see nuclear days that I thought would never end. It's a hazy Except shade of winter. nuclear, a hazy shade of nuclear winter. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, uh, of course, Adam Hebert uh, from Mike Check Radio joining us for all three hours tonight in our rotating co-host slot, aka Rototer. Welcome back. Oh boy, I'm, yeah, the Rototer seat is making me a little dizzy. And- yeah. Well, <laughs> here, here, have a little spoonful of polonium. It yeah. will be good. <laughs> it will settle stomach. You know, I'll tell you what. There's nothing worse than polonium burps, God. though. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you don't want polonium sharts. You don't want polonium sharts either. <laughs> Go ahead, Rain. Fuck you, Trump. Yeah. Hey, Trump. Fuck you. <laughs> Roof. <laughs> that, yeah, that, was, that, that was seconded. Was that was seconded by Earl. So. <laughs> He's like right on. God damn, I'm so pissed at what he did today. Yeah, it's the most. I think it really is the most dangerous thing he's done since. Well, as you can hear, Bob is outside. Since he ran for uh, office. Since he's been in office, what he said today was the most dangerous thing. Hold on a second, everybody. No worry. Shut up, it. Earl. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Earl. Well, um, uh, I think we need a little pick-me-up right now uh, after all of that. Uh, oh, but by the way, I, I will say, I, I, we, uh, Susan and I uh, got to hang out with our birth mom, uh, Susan Joyce, today. Um, did a lot of running around. We went to lunch at uh, one of our favorite Chinese uh, restaurants, Li Wa, down in uh, the Asian district of uh, Cleveland. And uh, we got to go to all the fun shops down there. And I finally bought myself one of those... Um, uh, I, those those lucky cats that waves it's the solar powered thing Did you? No yeah way. little silver one yeah <laughs> i'll take a picture of it um but uh but yeah so i finally got myself one of those i think i'm gonna take it to work i might leave it here i don't know uh got a new incense burner it was very fun it's a skull in a coffin or a skeleton in a coffin and you stick the incense in its mouth <laughs> it's really cool <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, no, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I went and got some dried chilies at Tank Hall, which is the uh, big uh, uh, grocery store down there. Uh, I got some, uh, I'm, I'm excited to try Japanese pepper. Um, I got some Japanese pepper, and I also got some chili oil because and, and dried chilies because I'm, I'm hopefully going to be in a chili competition soon, and I want to... I really want to step up my game and come up with uh, is it, some some killer secret ingredients. So I'll let everybody know Plutoni- what happens. Pl- pl- plutonium. Uh, pol- polonium. Plutonium. Yes, we all know about pl- uh, polonium burps uh, <laughs> or plutonium or plutonium. Um, so Penny. Yeah. Um, our beer club has an annual chili cook-off, and in the past years. I had some amazing chili that was actually made from kangaroo meat. Oh, yeah? It was really, really good. I know people. Kangaroo, they have meat. But then I couldn't try it. Another friend of mine made some. He made chili with with crickets. Ah. Bob ate it. I could not bring myself to it. Well, to share that with you. We have uh, we have uh, uh, the response from the cricket world on that. <laughs> yeah, I understand that chili with crickets repeats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. 
Nothing uh, like a cricket shark. Yeah. <laughs> you sh- go shooting right out. Jiminy Cricket. Uh, so, all right. So, yeah. So, that was fun. The, you know, we, we got to have a lot of fun. And then, of course, we gave her the uh, tour of Susan's studio, well, the slash the warehouse uh, where, where she has her office. And uh, I also got Susan's computer. I got her computer set up. Uh, the old Turn Up the Night production computer is now there. And, mind you, it still has all the programs that I used to broadcast on it. So I might broadcast from there sometime. I just have to take my microphone and my mixer and everything. Ooh. Yep. Hardwired in. So we're good. That means that Suze can just broadcast from there, right? She could. She could. I got, I'd have to get her a mixer and a microphone and everything or just a USB mic or something. Susan, you wanted to say something? That's why we never hear Jiminy. Oh, because of the children. <laughs> oh, hi, my God. Everybody says hi. I promise you. I promise you. The cricket that we had in our house last year was not used in chili. Are you sure? <laughs> that cricket made me pull over on Interstate 81. Because <laughs> I thought he was in my back seat. The cricket's coming from inside the car. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm abusing I did not hurt that, that cricket. I made a promise to Francie and many other members of the chat. I didn't hurt the cricket. Mm-hmm. The cricket found itself in a spider web. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and did you help it free itself? No, I... No, no I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I went to bed and I woke up the next morning. The cricket was gone. <laughs> but was he really gone? He was gone. He was gone. He was gone. And right now, I'm taking the back of my hand and putting it on my forehead and doing a 1940s. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. The cricket was gone. I tell you, it was gone. Or is that cricket. cricket? I love the cricket. I did no harm to the cricket. It was the spider. Is this the cricket? <laughs> is All right. this your cricket? The cricket is dead. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'm sick of that now. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. So so the, the, the pick-me-up I was talking about. Um, I'm going to play you uh, 45 seconds of sweet golden magic from our Republican ally, Anna Navarro. Uh, we are unified for our mutual hatred of... Fat Donnie, here you go. Listen to this. You can call him Look, Schittler. in 200 days, he's had very few good days. He failed at his signature promise of replace and repeal. His White House has had more people go in and out for quickies than a Las Vegas brothel. <laughs> the chaos <laughs> that has ensued is absolutely insane. He keeps fabricating, making up things and outright lying he keeps tweeting like a deranged person he has caused international incidents the leaks out of his white house are like cheesecloth so uh no i don't you know i don't i don't think you can say that this has been a good 200 days certainly he's had some good days but by and large i think he would get um, a c minus or d right now and i think i'm being generous today because it's monday Amen. That's what I, I meant to play. Scoring, 
I think she's grading on a curve. Yeah, definitely. Well, she she qualified it with that it was Monday. Yeah, being generous. <laughs> Here's what I don't get: is Anna Navarro is clearly extremely intelligent. She's a loyal American. How the fuck can she continue to call herself a Republican? She's Cuban. Mm. She's Cuban. And you, you I thought know, she was you, Nicaraguan. No, I think that she. Okay, right. maybe I'm wrong. I I was under the impression that she was Cuban, and you know, no, so of, how can she how can she call her? You know, after you know, basically, the Republican Party. You know, there's no place for people like her in the Republican Party. So well, why does she still call herself a Republican? Because she still believes in small government. I mean, I think if, if you want well, the an answer, I mean, don't. Well, do you? If, if you want an answer, I think that she is a moderate Republican. I think yeah, she's I, one I, of those Republicans I, that existed before the Tea Party came about, and before we had all of these lunatics that showed up after Barack Obama got elected. I know none of you are old enough to remember, but there were Republicans like Jacob Javits. Yes. Uh, that were like uh, Nelson David Rockefeller. Rock- Nelson, Nelson Rockefeller. Nelson, mm. sorry. Yeah, uh, and and uh, the original Romney. You know, um, even Barry, to an extent, Barry Goldwater, he was pro-choice. Uh, yeah, no, well, no, no. Republican Party, the Republican Party is no longer the party of Eisenhower. It is now the party uh, of Trump. Well, there's so, split- I mean, the, they are. Yeah. I mean, like it or not, they're splintered, and there are people who are not going to abandon what they believe are the the core principles of the modern Republican Party. Um, you know, so I mean, it's it, you know, it, it, there there are party loyalists that will jump on the Trump train, and there are party loyalists that will watch the Trump train go speeding over a cliff, knowing that that doesn't represent who they are. So you know, their party was usurped, and I think people like Anna mm-hmm. Navarro and other you know uh, never Trumpers out there. There's a lot of them. I think they're all like you know we're. We we're going to wait this out, but I'm not going to abandon the party. So, you know, I I don't know. Yeah. You know, I I, I can't say because, you know, I don't have that mindset to uh, believe in, you know, the, you know, in, in gutting the social safety net. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I mm-hmm. you know, it's always been my motto is that everybody who's a Democrat should be looking out for somebody for everybody else who has less than them. So, right. And here's um, the thing. I, yeah. I'm thinking about this. I really I want to say this. I like Anna Navarro. I wish that more Republicans would like be like her. Um, on the other hand, I don't want her. I don't necessarily want her to come into the Democratic Party because we already have enough problems with people saying we need to be moving more to the left. If we get a whole influx of of moderate Republicans, they're going to try to bring us back to center, and that's just going to cause a whole bunch of problems. True. I would true. like people like Anna Navarro to reclaim her party so this way the Democrats and the Republicans can can get back to working together yeah. to solve and, oh, go ahead. our issues. Yeah, and that's the point. There were Republicans that used to want to govern. They used to want to uh, get things done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were. They're always small government people. They're always small government people. But you know, we had uh, Bill Scranton here in uh, in Pennsylvania as our governor, liberal Republican. 
uh, like I said, Jacob Javits. Mm-hmm. These people knew how to govern and compromise. They knew that that the Democrats came from the left, they came from the right, but they knew that to get something done, everybody had to give something up, and everybody gets a little bit. Yeah. And that's yes. how you make progress. And but I, that's I, not a real the reality anymore. No, you know, not at all. No, but we can get back not. to that reality somehow. I, that's the hope that I'm not willing to I, give up on. I, I think well, that talking to I, I think, tell you what, there's a there's a guy in Pennsylvania, Charlie Dent. If you ever saw him, Representative Dent, he makes sense. He's a Republican. He's in in, in the current House, but he he's an what I call an old style Republican. He's ready to work to fix Obamacare to help people. Even though he doesn't believe that the government should be in it, he's willing to fix it because of his constituency. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, real quick, I two things. First of all, yes, uh, Adam, you were right. Uh, she is. Uh, she was born in Nicaragua. Came to America okay. in 1980. No, that's all right. I was curious. Um, so, and uh, the second thing is, I think it's important for people like Anna Navarro to stay in the Republican Party because as soon as they migrate. Mm-hmm. then Republicans can't say, oh, you're just a liberal and you always were a liberal. You were a libtard and you were always a dem. Mm-hmm. You know, you were a rhino. And, you know, but if they stay, if they stick to their guns and they say, no, this is not representative of my party, whether we like what the party stands for or what it truly is or, or not, you know, but as soon as they, as soon as somebody like Anna Navarro comes to our side, becomes, uh, you know, I mean, arguably she could become, you know, register as an independent or something like that, you know, that that might be fine. But you know, if if there are people within the party who are criticizing their leader, their leaders, mm-hmm. um, I think that sends a more powerful message than if they do it from the sidelines as a Democrat or an independent. You know? Yeah, because if you conversely, we have people on our side who are trying to change our party. Mm-hmm. You need to do it if you can. Cons- if you consider yourself affiliated with any major party, and you want that party to change, work to change it. Yeah. And then, and then, just have a big old family fight. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't want her to leave her party. I think that she does. I think she does a lot of good for her party. I think that she emboldens other people who consider themselves Republicans and who are really kind of disgusted at Trump. She's a rising star in that party. Yeah. She's not elected. She's a pundit. But I don't want her to come over to our side. And it's not because I don't like her. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. because, you know, we've got our own issues on the left. Stay over there and figure your ish out on the right. Yeah, um, and I'll tell you what, uh, we have a, a little under 10 minutes. I want to I wanna shift gears, and uh, now that we heard something happy from a conservative, um, let's hear something that will make you want to ball your fists up and punch out the, the closest um, uh, television screen. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, or, or throw, your, um, throw your headphones on the ground and say something like this. Dana Loesch, everybody. Rain, you saw this uh, last Friday, and uh, Adam shared this on his show on Saturday, and I said we would definitely talk about it tonight. So let's go ahead and listen to this 53 seconds of this NRA ad that the uh, Dana Loesch uh, helped craft as a, a, a threat 
to the New York Times. I mean, it sounds creepy as fuck. Listen to this. We the people have had it. We've had it with your narratives, your propaganda, your fake news. We've had it with your constant protection of your Democrat overlords, your refusal to acknowledge any truth that upsets the fragile construct that you believe is real life. And we've had it with your pretentious tone deaf assertion that you are in any way truth or fact-based journalism. Consider this the shot across your proverbial bow. We're going to fisk the New York Times and find out just what deep rich means to this old gray hag, this untrustworthy, dishonest rag that has subsisted on the welfare of mediocrity for one, two, three more decades. We're going to laser focus on your so-called honest pursuit of truth. In short, we're coming for you. What the fuck is that? If not an uh, out That threat. is a terrorist threat. That is a terrorist threat. That is a terrorist threat. It is time for us to start calling. It is time for us to start calling the NRA what it has allowed itself to become a terror group. I mean, I thought she was just I thought she was just trying to get a job on, you know, Russell Simmons, Deaf Comedy Jam. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is it it sounded like she was trying to be all poetic and yeah, a hate. She's a she's a hate Nick. She's a hate Nick. There it is. Um, but yeah, and I can tell you this. Shoot, Nick. Oh, oh sorry. A shoot, Nick. <laughs> Go Take ahead. away your guns, and I guarantee, uh, and I guarantee you, she'd be crying like a little baby. Well, These conservatives only have courage as long as they've got a loaded gun. Well, okay, here, here's the thing. Nobody's ever going to take away their guns. I don't understand why she, you know, ba- uh, the other parts of the ad were that the, uh, we didn't hear were her moaning about uh, the New York Times using assault rifle, like as a, a catch-all for, you know, you know, I, I don't, oh, you know, there's, there's a very distinct definition for an assault rifle. And you shouldn't just yeah. bandy that about. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we need to be political, politically correct about guns? NRA people think we do. You know? And, I, and I just find it incredible. First off, the fact that, okay, she said fist. She can say that she said fisk, but the NRA came out and said clenched fist in a hashtag. Yeah. Right, that's important because that's in, and even if she didn't say fist, the fact that she said that the gray hag, so we could toss mm-hmm. in a little sexism from her. Sure. You know, I I find that disgusting. Oh, she's ageism. Awful. We can toss that in too. Well, they do call the New York Times the old gray lady. The old gray lady is different than the gray hag. Hag. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's I, all, you know that that whole thing sounded like a bad trailer, uh, <laughs> narrated for a bad uh, you know. They killed his favorite second cousin. Shot across the bow, <laughs> fist laser focused. <laughs> yeah. We're coming for oh, you. And then, and then, that but uh, but I want to po- point York out. Time said was a lie. Yeah, and in the throwing the Democrat overlords in there. Yes. And you know we the yeah. people yeah, engaging in engaging in childish name calling, threatening we the, people. You know, we the people. Um, fuck you, Loesch. I'm part of the people. You guys are all part of the people. Everybody it, listens to this show is part of the people. 
And, you know, and I think they just drew the line there that if there are any Democrats, and I mean real Democrats, not Democrats that voted for Trump because they thought Fat Daddy would give him a handout, um, real, true, you know, dyed blue Democrats, um, you know, if, if there are any Democrats still in the NRA after hearing that, I mean, you know... Uh, that they, 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 I don't want them in the party because you know. The, I mean, why has the NRA decided that they are they're a, you know a wing of you know? I mean, they, they're just like they're not even pretending that they care about all Americans anymore. They only care about conservatives and Trump supporters. That's it. It goes no, a little. Deeper it's than deeper that, than that. Uh, yeah, thank you. It goes deeper than that. They only consider people who think like them to be Americans. We're all trash to Dane Loesch. And, you know, what do you do with trash? You burn it. That is how she sees us. She sees us as basically walking targets. I'm not even... I don't care how Dana Loesch thinks of me. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is the message is coming from the NRA. And the NRA is saying that publications like the New York Times, and I, I would not be surprised if they come out and say the same thing about the Washington Post or the LA Times. They have. They have. Okay, but the point is, the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, these publications, I do not view them as left or right. That's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I view them as sources of news. You can go into the opinion section, and that's where you're going to get opinions from people who are hired by the newspaper and whatnot. But the newspapers themselves are, are generally not left or right. They report news. And what the NRA is trying to do right now is trying to villainize the entire press. Yeah. Yeah. That's the danger in what she's doing. Exactly. And, you know, and what what drives me crazy is real journalism is always going to have a liberal, a liberal bent because it relies on, uh, you That's- know, measurable standards um science facts you know uh yeah. n- numbers <laughs> colors shapes <laughs> uh, you know and when now but when you move to a conservative bent then you start i mean then you move into the realm of belief that's the thing because you know and and that's where conservatives think well we're the only christians we're the only real christians no liberals a christian because they don't let it dictate every facet of their lives. I mean, you can't be an honest journalist and and uh, and a good Christian to a conservative. You know, you have to you have to you know taint your worldview with you know the two thousand plus year old uh, Middle Eastern religion. For you know right. you, you know you you need to you know bury that. I mean, they're, they're constantly you know trying to cram that shit in everywhere they can and i'm sorry i don't mean to call christianity shit but their fundamentalist viewpoint is that's why you can never trust a conservative journalist because they're always going to try and rely on their own beliefs and that's what the nra ad you just heard there was that was all just a fantasy they whipped up in their heads that they they want to scare people into believing and they want to get people angry at the new york times and they want people to get killed and dana loesch gladly took the money from the nra yeah 
And so that's why I, and I'm sorry, Adam, if I, if I, I didn't mean to cut you off or to make you dismiss you when I said, I don't care what she says, because in the end, she took that money. She, for all I know, she probably, for all, we don't know who she is personally. We don't know I, who I she know is her. personally, but she took that money to say those words. So I don't care about what she thinks because she got paid to say what she yeah. said. I, I know her kind. All right. I know it, her we'll kind. Wrap it up quick because we got to go to break. Well, that's all I'm going to say is I know her kind. They're okay. cowards. They're, they're, they're cheats. They're swindles. And, you know, I get what you're saying that she, she said she was paid to. That doesn't mean she's not a true believer. Dana Loesch is a true believer. She's scum. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, Joe, any, any quick, uh, final thought before we go to break? I don't have a single thought in my head. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and, and hit the break. <laughs> and uh, good news for Reverse Colin tonight. We have a special treat. It's his birthday, everybody. Clinster is going to be on Reverse Colin tonight. So uh, it was either his Love birthday yesterday or today. I don't know. He'll let us know. Uh, so he'll get his birthday boner live on air. So, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night, the Tuesday edition, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Game over. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show. Hello. And I'm sorry if it... I'm sorry if I'm so serious tonight. Uh, well, these but. are serious times, so <laughs> uh, it's understood. 
Serious uh, times for serious people. Yes, that's right. And then, of course, that voice you hear is uh, Mr. Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio uh, joining us uh, as a rotating co-host this evening. Rotator, as it were. Yes, and it feels like it's been forever since I've been here. Uh, yeah, it's been some time. But uh, And uh, last but definitely not least, well, hey, here we go. Go to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. Better kid, don't you like clowns? You know, Joe, I heard your uh, clown car uh, got an upgrade for this. Are you week. telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, someone's been watching Back to the Future. Oh my God, uh, that's awesome! It's awesome. So yeah, you got the you got especially a, that uh, we now have Biff Bannon as president. That is true. That is true. Yeah, it's true. That's so, true. I see San, Sandy and Derwood wrote that uh, Dana is the. Uh, Injured seal sound. Oh yeah, I could just, all I could think of is loose seal, loose seal. You know, yeah, Lucille. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking for. Yeah, that there it is. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. there's a reason why I banished that from my uh, loose loose seal. <laughs> get back to where you belong, or get back where you belong, loose seal. Uh, who was that? Little Richard. Little Richard did that song. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. I was thinking more of Buster. 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 Huh? Arrested Development. Oh Lost yeah. Oh oh, that's a loose seal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot a loose about that. seal bit his hand off. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Uh, I do not have that. I have some Arrested Development, but not not that one. Um, and uh, all right, so uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, you know, I don't even know what. You know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, I have a hard time because I, I actually got some uh, Sebastian Gorka audio. Oh. And every time I listen to that smug fucker, I just want to punch. You just want to start punching and never stop. Uh, so well, what, I, I, you he normally that? has that effect on people. You're yeah. not the only person. Rain, what were you saying? What audio did you get? Did you get where he blamed or we alluded to the mosque bombing that it might have been liberals? Yeah, yeah. So and the and the lone wolf lie he told. Yeah, I want to. Pu- you know, I'm not a violent person. Yeah, but he's somebody I want to punch. I like calling him the half half wit Brit twit. Uh, so, but he's, he's so punchable. Um, Can we send them back to Britain, or will they not take him anymore? I say we we get him and um, Elf Boy. Can we have from, a room Brexit. Get him, Elf Boy from Breitbart, whatever his name is, uh, Milo, um, and oh. uh, and uh, what's his what's his fuck from Fox Business News. Um, um, Stuart Varney. Stuart Varney, yes. Um, send them, send them back. Send all three of them back. Um, in, 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 uh, 
well, Isn't but it funny that all yeah. of those British people love the Brexit. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I wouldn't say oh. funny, but it's not surprising really because they're all insane. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, all right, let's listen to the first one uh, from, <clears throat> uh, uh, this is the shorter one. I'm not sure if it's in order, but, Sebastian Gorka, a.k.a. Gorky Pig, was on with Ali Velshi and Stephanie Rule on um, MSNBC. And uh, listen to this massive lie. This massive lie. Because Ali Velshi is trying to ask, well, you know, what do you do to protect, uh, you know, against lone wolf attacks? What do you do? That the question I'm asking is about what you do, uh, people who are committing terror attacks, who are inspired by, as opposed to uh, operationally guided by ISIS. So the fact that you destroy ISIS doesn't necessarily have an impact on these Western attackers. I, I, we don't have to get into a definitional argument here. What do you actually do to fight that? To get the lone wolf lunatics. That's a better way to say it. There's no such thing as a lone wolf. You do know that. That was a phrase invented by the last administration to make Americans stupid. There has never no, been, sir. never been a serious attack let me finish there has never been a serious attack or a serious plot that was unconnected from ISIS or al-Qaeda at least through uh, the ideology and the TTPs the tactics the training the techniques and the procedures that they they supplied through the internet never happened it's bogus okay well, first of all, I do kind of care because uh, I want to read from this article uh, again from Mediaite. Apparently, that's the only website I know how to get to anymore. I'm like a Republican. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Breitbart. Um, we're Breitbart. Uh, so, Sebastian Gorka falsely claims Obama administration invented lone wolf attacks by Aidan McLaughlin. Uh, and uh, and of course he starts the article with greetings because that's how Gorka starts it, started his fucking interview today prick um, uh, professional White House uh, procrastinator Sebastian Gorka appeared on MSNBC today for another contentious cable news spot and seized at the opportunity to vigorously defend sleazy Don uh, bash the media and ding his boss's predecessor former or last human president Barack Obama I added in last human president um, Gorka who is no stranger to truth bending on behalf of the administration was asked by Stephanie Rule and Ali Velshi how to fight against lone wolf lunatics all right and um, all right I'm gonna skip because we just heard that um, and it says uh, it's worth pointing out that despite Gorka's signature self-assuredness his claims are absolute nonsense the concept of the lone wolf terror attack was not invented by the Obama administration. While the while the phrase lone wolf dates back centuries, it has in recent years been uh, used to characterize terrorists that have self-radicalized and operate without the support of an established terror network. There's even a lone wolf provision in the Patriot Act, a law signed by former President uh, uh, George W. Bush following the 9-11 terror attacks and extended by Obama that allows the surveillance of individuals without ties to terror groups that are nonetheless suspected of terror-related activities. There, uh, though rare, lone wolf terror attacks pose a particular threat to national security as they are harder for intelligence agencies to detect and deter than those organized by a broader uh, network. And um, they have indeed been deadly such as cases in such cases as Timothy McVeigh and Omar Mateen. Uh, nonetheless, Gorka declared uh, on MSNBC there has never been a serious attack or a serious plot that was un uh, unconnected from ISIL or Al-Qaeda. 
Um, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's all horse shit. It's all fucking bullshit. Bullshit. So, uh, you know, Gorka. So his qualifier was that it wasn't ISIS or Al Qaeda. That's he's the saying, way he's slipping around this. He's saying that it's so then, never, it's never, you know, I mean, they've never not been connected to, to ISIS Al- or Al Qaeda. Okay, so Dylan Roof. Thank you. Was Al Qaeda. Yeah. Sure. What about um, the, the kid by who. His, by his standard, Dylan Roof was Al Qaeda. Yeah, what about the kid who butchered um, uh, the the kids at Sandy Hook? Adam Lanza. Oh. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to. Okay. Yeah, he must have been. Oh my god. Yeah. Here, here's the thing that this this is all part Eric of their Rudolph, victimhood people, mentality. Eric Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah, he was a lone wolf. The guy, although the, he no, did have the guy in the the, the guy that uh, uh, in the Colorado movie theater. Sure. Yes. Or the guy who uh, gunned down the Sikhs at the Sikh temple uh, years ago. Um, go ahead, Adam. <clears throat> well, I was going to say that this just plays into this conservative victimhood mentality. It's not a lone wolf. It's an elaborate conspiracy by liberals to kill us all because mm-hmm. we're smarter than them and we can't handle it. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what this is about. He, he Conservatives excel at two things, demagoguery and playing the victim. And, and lies. Well, yeah, well they, we have they to, also we have excel. To start fighting back against that because they're lying. They also yeah. excel at something that uh, is very effective, and it was used by. I hate to use this, but it was used by the Nazis, used by Hitler. Fear, and mm-hmm. it's always a, a fear of the other. And Don't be and we had to this. Say that because that's had, truth. I, I know, but we had this back back in during Vietnam, the monolithic communism. Was yeah. going to take over the world if 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 the the North Vietnamese took over the South Vietnamese, it was the end of the world if that happened, and it happened, and now we're trade partners. So um, everybody knows how uh, sleazy Don Lion Don likes to immediately uh, announce that he knows exactly what happened after every act of terror, and he's you know he's right every time that he goes off on Twitter. And talks about, you know, an attack. He knows what it is. He's prescient. Prescient! Uh, he knows exactly what happened. Um, now, we had a mosque bombing in Minneapolis over the weekend, Sunday. And uh, from what I understand, it was it was kind of an elaborate pipe bomb. Um, and uh, and it, it has all the telltale signs of this being much like the attack on the Sikh temple in the rampant Islamophobia that's going on in this country where, you know, people are, you know, killed or beaten or, you know, have their headscarves yanked off their head or told to go back to their country and, you know, called terrorists just because they're practicing their religion, you know, and um, smears, lies, attacks, violence, murder, um, bombings. You can't, well, well, Gorka has he has a, a blanket answer for why Trump won't jump to conclusions this time. This time. This is a longer clip, so bear with me. It's painful. Let's talk about the mosque in Minneapolis that was attacked. We've heard from Governor Mark Dayton calling it a terror attack, this attack that took place over the weekend. Will the White House be commenting on it? 
uh, when we have some kind of uh, finalized investigation, absolutely. So, you know, why now? All, there's, a, there's a great rule. All initial reports are false. You have to check them. You have to find out who the perpetrators are. We've had a series of crimes committed, alleged hate crimes by right-wing individuals in the last six months that turned out to actually have been propagated by the left. All right. I'm going to pause it right there. Those, what he's referring to are the, uh, the crazy guy who was calling in all the bomb threats to, uh, the, um, the Jewish centers across the country. I don't even think he was the only one involved in it, uh, but I think that's, that's what he's referring to. And that's all I know about. And there were no bombings. I mean, does anybody know of any other thing that, you know, uh, a, a liberal, you know, tried to claim it was something by a conservative? No. I mean. No. Nothing. Uh, we we had, in in the purpose of full disclosure, I think it was before the election happened, we had somebody vandalize a church with the word Trump. And we yeah. found out it was a man that was already known to have um, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And he was arrested. That's yeah. what I can think off of the top of my head. Oh, and then Will from Chicago uh, and Sandy and Derwood are, are saying there was a guy with uh, mental issues in Israel that was doing some of that. In Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was an people even- that already were known to have mental health issues. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's important. And we have to also back it up there too. You know, Israel being conservatives' favorite country outside of the United States, um, shouldn't we because then? Because of their conservative government, shouldn't we then assume that uh, you know that that's uh, the burden of conservatism? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, but it you know, it should be made clear though. It's because of their conservative government. It's not yeah. necessarily Israel. No, it's not because of the people, and of course, it's also because they want the Temple Mount to be destroyed and have Jesus Christ come back and send him up heaven's chimney. Um, so, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Gorka, there, you know, it's like okay, there's been a number of stories. There, there really hasn't been. There really hasn't been any right. kind of attacks that uh, you know, actual real attacks that a liberal did trying to set up a conservative so i mean yeah we did have the the bonkers bernie supporter that went down and and you know shot up the the baseball game or softball game um you we know don't even i i'm just saying you know that guy was he, he's a left winger he went bonkers and fuck him and you know uh you know i i Anyway, that's all I'll say about that. But, but you know, he wasn't trying to say, oh, well, this is, you know, other Republicans. And he went after Republicans. It's nonsense. So, anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, here. So, let's wait and see. Let's allow the local authorities to provide their assessment, and then the White House will make its comments. But, sir, the president commented on an attack that took place in London just a couple months ago before we had additional information confirming exactly what happened. 
Well, sometimes an attack is unequivocally clear for what it is. When somebody shouts Allahu Akbar as they're stabbing a police officer, it's pretty clear it's not a case of the mafia robbing a bank. Wouldn't you say so? So you think that somebody throwing a Fuck bomb into you. the window of a mosque, it could be something else. It could be, it's, it's fuzzy ground as to the what The question of who be. does it is a question. When you've had people fake hate crimes in the last six months with some regularity, I think it's wise, don't you, to find out what exactly is going on before you make statements when in fact they could turn well, out to be not sir, who you are expecting? You, you don't have to make a statement about who did it, but you can make a public statement denouncing how terrible it would be Bingo. to attack a, a building Damn of worship. It. That's fine, and I'm sure the president will do that. And why do you think he hasn't? I mean, it's not like in the last 48 hours the president hasn't tweeted. He's tweeted about his base. He's tweeted about uh, a U.S. senator. He's tweeted about the failing New York Times, and he's made no mention of that mosque. He's also made no mention of the three fallen uh, Marines who lost their lives off the coast of Australia. Oops. I'm not going to give social media advice to a man who basically won the election in large part thanks to his understanding oh. of social media and who destroyed the fake news industrial complex's predictions about who would win the last election. So just hold your horses, count to ten, and the president will do what he deems fit. Then, sir, we are in agreement. If the president would like to keep on tweeting, I welcome him to do just that. Uh, Shut okay. up! Why don't... Thank you. Why don't these reporters ever point out that this man is a proven Nazi collaborator? Why do they allow do they him on television? Him, you know, that's it. I mean, you, last I checked, well, we fought a pretty a, big war over Nazis. It's funny you should ask that question, <laughs> Kenny. Because <laughs> Stephanie Rule addressed that. Because they got a lot of tweets. Because right after that Gorka interview, mm-hmm. they had none other in the studio none other than Eric Prince. Oh, yeah? yeah. Following Gorka. And there were a lot of tweets to Ali Velcher and, 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 uh, and Stephanie Rule about why did you have those two people on? And she said, because don't you want to hear what this White House is saying? You know? Not when it's 100% lies and well, fear-mongering I, I and deception. A, I think they did a good 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 uh, on both counts, for with Eric Prince and with with him, of uh, really shutting him, not shutting him down, but making Ex- him look like a fool. Yeah, if you saw the him. Eric, if 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 you ever you know, saw I, the Eric Prince interview, it was disgusting to say the least. But uh, they took no prisoners either. They were good with them. Yeah, right. I think what I think that Joe has a good point. There's two things I want to say. The first one I'll make second because Joe brought up a good point. In that, yeah. We need to know what this White House is saying, because this White House and their their press briefings and they they don't put out they don't put out information to the public. We need to know where they stand. Yeah, and that was Stephanie Rule's uh, point. Yeah, you want to hear them, don't you? You want to hear what they have to say? Yeah, I think that's. Then you judge for yourself. Yeah, it's not like it's not like we're not getting information directly from the White House. We barely have press briefings. We barely have them, so I I I understand that. Going back to to what she was asking about, you know, why didn't the president comment on on the mosque bombing? Mm-hmm. It, the the thing that came to my mind is last year, Trump, when he was a candidate, 
immediately came out and said shit about the, the Pulse nightclub shooting. Yeah. He came right out and said stuff. And he has said nothing about this mosque bombing. Or the and one in Canada. Is, the one in Canada either. Yeah, it's it's all of it. It's disgusting. And and you, if you pay attention, there's a pattern here. Trump doesn't want to deal with the fact that Muslims are being persecuted in this country. And that's a very dangerous thing. I mean, Dino Badala talks about it a lot. But when you when you notice that Trump doesn't talk about when Muslims are attacked, mm-hmm. and for some reason he doesn't even talk about when we lose Marines. And we lost two Marines. Three. We lost two Marines in, in, in Australia the other day. Wasn't and it three? instead he went on a Twitter tirade against Blumenthal. And the New York Times. Yeah. There is something very wrong with him. Yeah. Or there is something exactly right with what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to attack the liberals yeah. and he wants to villainize Muslims. Exactly. Um, I think. I think. I think the the doesn't venue want to alienate that, his that, base. Yeah, I think the venue that um, that both Eric Prince was on today, right after Gorka, was a good venue for them to be on because they were. Their, their feet were held to the fire and their misquotes and lies were, were challenged by Velcher and, 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 uh, and Stephanie Rule. I, I would agree that, that I wouldn't want to hear them on Fox News where they're just feeding them softballs mm-hmm. and nodding their heads. That's true. That That's I don't need. That's propaganda. And, and you know, this the was, other side... This was journalism. Yeah. There's this, a is where, this is where I want to I wanna agree with, with Joe. You know, the other side of it is if they just start having fights with them i mean there's one thing to ask the right questions yeah fox does not do that oh no you know people like what what joe is describing you know they were asking questions they fox might not they might not have been getting the answers they wanted but yeah. they were putting it out there and Fox doesn't really even ask questions. They just pay compliments, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, that's the that's the other side. You know, you go to Fox, and there's a safe zone. You know, what what, what happened on MSNBC today is that there were questions that were asked. There wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, okay? There wasn't a big fight. Yeah. But you have to ask those questions. And Agreed. I feel like... And- I'm one of I'm I'm one of the people who wishes why didn't you ask this question? On the other hand, I am not in that seat. Yeah, exactly. I don't, you know. Well, okay. Well, on that note, it, it is it's time for break. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, you, uh, some very good points raised here, and I also want to say congratulations uh, to uh, uh, Brad and Desi um, for their 800th episode. From 8 8, 800th on 8 8, 2017. And if you add the one and the seven together in 17, it's another eight. Magical numbers here, everybody. Um, it's uh, it's like magic talk. It's like magic talk. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, congratulations to Brad Freeman and Desi Doyen on 800 and going strong episodes of the Green News Report. And if you can, uh, go over to uh, thebradblog.com and pledge some support to them if you uh, want to congratulate them in a special way for doing this for 800 episodes strong. I mean, I can't believe that. That's, that's incredible. So, um, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, hit the Green News Report. When we come back, 
Um, oh, oh, yeah. We got name calling, and of course, Clinster uh, on uh, reverse calling. Happy birthday, buddy! And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, lots more uh, crazy stuff. And we will do some Mad Libs to really end on a high note tonight. So uh, everybody, hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. Says who? America! Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. It's Tuesday, August 8, 2017. And combined with some quite high humidity, it's particularly dangerous. Europe grapples with relentless heat wave. Flash drought causing crop failure in the Great Plains. Trump's Department of Agriculture nixes the phrase climate change. Plus, the bottom line is always front and center when you're a shareholder owned company. The electric utility industry knew about global warming in 1968, but chose to lie about it and build more coal plants anyway. Because, of course, they did. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Is that an iceberg the size of Delaware breaking off the Antarctic? Guy shelf, or are you just happy to see me? Both. This is your 800th Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it seems you have failed. (laughs) How so? Well, this is our 800th Green News Report. And the globe is still warming. Yes, I have failed in stopping the global climate crisis. See? Now, uh, for people who don't know, we started the Green News Report 800 episodes ago. But even prior to that, when I was filling in as a guest host on a station up in San Francisco called Green 960, they had just changed their name from The Quake to Green 960. They were owned by Clear Channel, which now calls itself iHeartRadio. That station is no longer there because Clear Channel flipped all their progressive talk stations to right-wing talk. But the Green News Report is still here 800 episodes later. So congratulations, Desi Doyen. Thank you. You too. And thanks to those of you who have stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help us crank out 800 episodes. And we'll thank you for doing that again as we move on to 801. Woo! But beyond that, what do you have for us today, Desi Doyen? Well, first up, Europe is grappling with record-breaking relentless heat across the continent that's been nicknamed Lucifer by the media. The BBC reports Lucifer is the worst heat wave to hit Europe since the deadly 2003 heat wave that killed tens of thousands. This time, officials have quickly implemented emergency response measures, and there have been only six reported deaths due to coinciding wildfires. Some areas hit a record 117 degrees Fahrenheit over the Mm. weekend. Combined with high humidity and high overnight temperatures, that is especially dangerous since so few buildings in Europe have air conditioning. Officials say the high heat and drought has also caused more than a billion dollars in crop failure. Gosh, I wish someone had warned us 800 episodes ago. (laughs) Meanwhile, here in the U.S., half of the wheat crop in Montana and the Dakotas has been killed by a flash drought. A flash drought is a rapid onset of intense drought and heat 
heat so severe and rapid that plants and livestock simply cannot adjust. The Great Falls Tribune reports rainfall in some areas is more than 75 percent below normal. It's forcing ranchers to sell off cattle and farmers to quickly harvest what remains of the wheat crop. Losses could reach up to $1 billion. That sort of crop failure is exactly what scientists warned us about decades ago, but you know, Still ignoring them. Climate change intensifies and accelerates the effects of crop-killing droughts, but U.S. farmers won't be hearing about that from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The Guardian newspaper reports that internal emails obtained from the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service show that staff early on in the Trump administration were told to avoid using terms like climate change and instead say things like weather extremes and resilience in their communications with farmers. Good luck to you, farmers. Finally, it's been two years since investigations revealed that executives at ExxonMobil knew as early as 1977 that burning their product would lead to dangerous global warming. And yet... Exxon chose instead to fund climate change denial groups and mislead the public and its investors. Now, a new investigation has uncovered documents showing that the electric utility industry knew, too. The utility industry was warned back in 1968 by its own researchers that fossil fuel burning power plants contributed to climate change. But according to lead researcher Dave Anderson of the Energy and Policy Institute, in an interview with the broadcast, the utility industry, just like Exxon, instead chose to build more coal-fired power plants and, just like Exxon, fund climate change denial groups in order to protect their profits. The utility industry, over quite a few years after that, continued to invest heavily in new coal-fired power generation. So they were living with the legacy of those investments, knowing that they had a lifespan of 30 to 40 or 50 years. Um, And, of course, the bottom line is always front and center when you're a shareholder-owned company. I wonder if the bottom line will still be front and center when our crops are wiped out, our coasts are ravaged, and it's too hot to go outside damn near anywhere in the world. Yes, we will be living with the legacy of the choices that they've made for decades. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And once again, my thanks to those of you who help us keep going through 800 episodes by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. Thank you. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Still crazy. independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. It's like magic talk. Game over. No. Oh, shit, yeah. Your leftovers, Adam, are they're terrible. <laughs> um, but, yes, thank you, though, for uh, sharing, sharing the wealth of stupid from uh, Mike Jack Radio for tonight's show. Mr. Adam Hebert joining us for all three hours. Hello, sir. Adam. 
Maybe he's not back. Uh, maybe he's taking a dump. That, Adam! That, Adam! <laughs> that'll I hope get him. That dump is delicious. <laughs> that'll get him to okay, unmute. That came out the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it definitely did. <laughs> came out the wrong end. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I'm sorry. Apparently, someone was calling me. I didn't realize we were back going. I was getting a drink. No, that's all right. I, I said I, there was uh, other speculation. Adam, I, 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 I speculated you I might be taking. I just heard Adam. A, Adam was like, well, I speculated you might be taking a dump. <laughs> no, I, just, I heard my name. I was like, I heard Adam, Adam, and because I, I, I left, you know, my my head. I, yeah, yeah, my yeah. Head was like, gotcha, that's gotcha. the weirdest okay. promo I've ever heard. All right, welcome back oh, to the you program. Didn't hear the rest uh, of it, honey. Yeah, welcome back, and uh, of course, uh, Rain uh, from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hello. And swamp jo- not drained. Exactly, and uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, where the uh, the clown car this Sunday. Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> that's right. And my bomb shelter has buckets of food already. Uh, oh, good. So you you visited Jim Baker and got his food, his, his uh, crunchy uh, uh, Salisbury steak buckets. Actually, no. There's a guy with a, a big scar on his lip that comes on uh, Survivor food. Did you ever see that commercial? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, he's real weird looking. He's got like looks like somebody split his face open at one point. <laughs> Stacy okay. Keach. Is there a YouTube video of that? I, I don't know. It's a commercial I see every so often. It's survivor food. Okay. You know, last 25 years, though. That's what I know. It's gourmet. There you go. Oh, gourmet. Uh, and, uh, of course, Joe, uh, let's go ahead and get you uh, straight to the biscuits. All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. Well, don't we have an attractive... You got any biscuits for sale in there? We do. Breaking let's start with some biscuits. Biscuits. Yes, gets. Biscuits. Let's start this off with uh, Caitlin Chris. That's a good start. Clinster. Francie. The Ed McMahon of the Tim Coromall Show. That's right. Jake Holly. Cat. Kenny Pick. Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. And there's myself and Michelle in South Florida and Miles in South Florida. And Moonmare, Nova Moonlight, Peter, San Francisco, President. Hi, Rain. Hello, darling. This call is coming from in your house. I know. Okay. Sandy and Derwood, Theo JW, Tim (laughs) Coromal, and Will from Chicago. And no one else. And can we just give Will a huge congratulations? Okay. Sure. Will, Will from Chicago. Huge congratulations. He is going to be a fully employed member of the teaching profession in Gary, Indiana, come Monday. Uh, bringing up go. a new generation. Yes. That's awesome. That's it awesome. Is. Will's He's been looking for a job for a long time, and I'm really, really, really happy for him. You know what? This new job is going to afford him some excellent freedom, and I just want to say. I'm all for freedom. Congratulations. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> that's the only clip I have that has congratulations in it. So I had to make it work, and it's John it's Boehner a, it's a too. Big deal. Yeah, it's that's a big deal for Will. It, well, it's fantastic. That's great news. Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, good. Best of luck. I'm sure you don't need it. Uh, they, they're lucky to have uh, somebody uh, with your skills and dedication. So good. Uh, have fun with it. And an honored profession. 
teaching. Absolutely. So, uh, but uh, all right. So, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to just, uh, we're, we, if anybody else has any birthdays, we're going to do something we don't do too often. We're going to uh, do. We do have a birthday. Yeah, we, we have. I forgot um, about this. Today is Trisex birthday. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, Trisec you- of Askerpen on Four Freedoms Block. Yes, yes. our co administrator from Four Freedoms Block. There you go. I forgot about that. Hello. Uh, oh, Clint's here. Still hasn't picked up yet, but we're working on getting him in. Here he is. Hey, Clint. Hey. How how'd he do? Howdy. Clint. You still there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say hi to everybody. Uh, what happened? Oh. Hey, what happened? Okay. Something went on here. Hey, what happened? Mike's on. Okay. Are you there, Clint? I'm not getting any sound. Yeah, he's Can not he hearing hear us? us. No, he, he uh, can't. Yeah, hear yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Hang on. Okay. This is awesome. Okay. Okay, I got it. I got it. Uh, sorry. Hey, the, what uh, happened? The... <laughs> all right. So you're you're all, <laughs> you're you're all straightened out there, Clinster. Yes, I am. I'm all good. right. I'm all right. Say, say hi to the gang. Howdy, everybody. Hey, Rain. How you doing? Happy birthday, dear. Thank you very much. All right. And Joe, how how are you doing? Good, good. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Uh, Adam is Adam's here, there, right? Yeah. 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 Bon bon o tan jobi omadetto Clintasan. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Domo <arigato>, Adam-san. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Roboto. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Uh, (laughs) All right, as I'm looking at my little lucky cat waving at me right now. Um, (laughs) Lucky cat. He's so cute. He's silver. I don't like the gold ones. I got a silver one. Um, So, uh, but yeah, so here you go, live on air. Okay, so Trisec has his birthday today in. Uh, from Four Freedoms Blog, Ask a Vet, of course. And, uh, Clinster, your birthday is today or was it yesterday? It was last day. Last day. Oh, it was last day, you say. Well, we have this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll play that again. Oh, wait. Come on. Last day. Spicer. He's getting lazy now that he isn't in the White House. Last day. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yes. So here you go. To your uh, birthday last year day and to our good friend Trisec. Uh, oh, wait, Francie. Uh, her niece Madison uh, turns 15 on Thursday. So for Trisec and Clinster, you get the birthday boner. For uh, Madison, she gets the birthday baner. So we need to differentiate everybody. Uh, so Madison is 15. That's right. And you know what else is 15? The birthday banner is 15 seconds long. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! I'm all for freedom. Congratulations. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> oh, brother. Yes, but I will have to play this. Thank too. you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. There you go. So, uh, yeah, did you uh, did you have some fun? Did you do your birthday weekend um, uh, this past weekend, or how you how how you do? Well, we we kind of just puttered around the house uh, this past weekend, but uh, 
the wifey and I, we are uh, heading to a concert on Thursday in Ooh. Atlanta. What, what uh, do we're gonna tell? Be, uh, we're going to be going going to see Lucinda Williams and Mary Chapin Carpenter. Oh, wow. God, okay. I love them. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You're, you're in Atlanta? Just outside. We're, I'm uh, what they call OTP, which is uh, outside the perimeter. So. OTP, baby. I see. You yeah. know, is there any way? Is there any way? I, maybe I could get you and your son to uh, go to AWA with me and my sister. Oh, uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's discuss this puzzle. Yes, talk the on Facebook. Talk dun, on dun, the dun. Facebook. <laughs> yes, I'll uh, I, I'll afford another drama. Sting. I'm really, I'm really like playing. I really like playing the older drama Sting lately, as anybody can uh, attest in segment two of tonight's program. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah so uh, uh any any other birthday treats for yourself you gonna get yourself any uh new uh, rock and roll gear or anything any music stuff uh well i've been th- i've actually been thinking about um investing in a cloud dri- not a cloud drive uh, uh ex- an external hard drive at an nas server basically to uh mm. store all of my music and uh, movies and whatnot. So I thought you said uh, a clown drive at first, and I thought I thought you were talking about the clown car again or something. So, so oh just, no, I've had my fill of clowns this the uh, past six months. So you know, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, how is the clown drive doing on the nuclear clown car, Joe? Uh, it it crashed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That would be that would be awesome if they didn't call it cloud storage, but they called it clown storage. So all of your stuff went inside a clown. <laughs> went inside a big nose, a big red nose. And that clown you know, from outer nose. space. Yes. <laughs> and, and oh, and by the way, I, I'm going to tell this story again. When they built the new McDonald's in in our town, I, I told this a while ago. Um, but they they built the new McDonald's uh, down you know few few blocks away from us. Um, they were. Um, they dug this huge basement for it and 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 susan was like why does a mcdonald's need a basement that big my single answer was clown meat oh god (laughs) (laughs) so yeah well you know well you know what the problem with clown meat is kenny Uh, it tastes funny (laughs) yes thank you Uh, sorry, I should I should have said no. What is the problem with clown meat, Clinster? <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, this is this is why a bill died. Okay, I'm just gonna say. So anyway. yes, so uh, you know, but I'll tell you what, we should we still got to take that road trip to the clown motel. Make the clown motel your home away from home. Yeah. You, you know that that's been put up for sale, right? It has been. Shh. Don't tell. I already bought it. Oh. Susan doesn't know. It's oh, our retirement do. plan. <laughs> we could, you know, you know, if you want someone to, like, manage it, I'm, I'm always looking for a decent job, you know. Oh, yeah. I'll You're go the- live in, I'll go live in, is it Reno? Tanopa. Tanopa, Nevada. <laughs> I'll go live there. There you as go. As long as you cut me a decent sized check to live. <laughs> well, no, I, I won't need to worry about that. Can you guys believe that I know the exact name of the city, Tanopa? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I can't even believe I remember that. It's like, it's Tanopa. 
because I used to call it Tonopah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Susan just su- oh oh su- I forgot Susan's listening. Oh man, her retirement plans are ruined. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, she's like, I'm not retired in a clown hotel. Oh well, that's okay because it's a clown motel, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Clown Hotel, a Skyrise Clown Hotel. Oh, levels and levels of terror. So, <laughs> anyway, but there is that spooky junkyard next door where you can go find old artifacts. You remember that? There's a graveyard and a ju- and a dump near the Clown Motel. Rain, were you that ever? That sounds were, like a nice combination. Yeah, so this this predates Rain and Joe being on the show. My 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 in depth look at the Clown Motel. <laughs> it was good. So welcome to the Hotel California. <laughs> See, I'll give you. I can such give a you silly a, place. Yeah. Such a silly face. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, all right. Well, well Clenster, uh, 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 we, we got a good uh, several minutes left. Uh, is there anything on your mind you would like to discuss? Oh, I don't know. The the uh, uh, the sense of impending nuclear dread that I haven't had since 1990. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the fact that I I found out today that basically um, Donald Trump has a neck gina. Oh God! Um, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with ginas. No, 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 a neck gina. <laughs> I don't understand this. Okay, uh, if you take a look at uh, pictures of Donald Trump, you will see, and you'll notice this: that no. his shirt collars are just a bit too small, and it basically takes the loose skin on his neck together. Oh, oh this is going bad. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right. Yes. Let me uh, let me just put this out there. Let me just put this out there, Clint. Yeah. I think that every one of the Nick China paintings were rejects from George O'Keefe. She threw them into the back burner. She burned them. <laughs> oh. Oh wow. You're saying she knew what was what was coming in the uh, next fifty, sixty years? Yeah. Uh-oh. I think it's James yeah. O'Keefe that James O'Keefe that paints. No, she the knew what was not coming. So. <laughs> Clint, are you telling me that that Trump had uh, camel throat? Oh my god! Oh, I'll give you. A... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm just hitting buttons now. <laughs> oh, double buzzer. <laughs> Come on, the double buzzer is an honor. Uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Chris Christie can recommend a, a turtleneck to mm-hmm. him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts! It hurts! <laughs> I think it's too much just, at this point. Just pull those baseball pants right up to your neck. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Guys, I've got to go to sleep sometime tonight, so. Uh, you'll never sleep. It, You're not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> Nightmares forever. You'll be dreaming of camel throat all night. <laughs> and what did you call it? Vagina neck? Neck Wait, gina. 
Negina. Oh. Okay. I just want to make this clear. And you know, I love you, Clint. I, Clint introduced us to the word Negina. Well, you know, you could also go to the converse with vagina. Just okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 Tony, Giorgio Keith, she's over in the grave. Yeah. Uh, and James O'Keefe is digging over, her up. She's taking those paintbrushes and trying to stab her way out of her grave. And ja- no. James O'Keefe is no. trying to no. James O'Keefe is trying to dig her up and put uh, in in a slipper or roofie. Dear God. <laughs> uh, this is getting dark. Getting dark. Oh, yeah. it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Is this a, is this a trending thing? Um, neck gina. Uh, I don't know. I there was a uh, there was a fork thread actually uh, that brought it up, uh, which uh, when I originally saw it, uh, it's, it was apparently a link from a uh, from a British site that was talking about neck about how Trump had a neck fanny, and I went neck a fanny. waddle. Yeah. Oh yeah, god damn it. I just did an image search. Oh no. Oh, I'm closing that fucking tab. Too sweet. No. 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 Dear God, no. Vaginas are beautiful. Well yes, they are. Quite. Yeah. Oh oh yes. But yeah. no, it's it's a neck it's a neck waddle. Remember in that what Clint, you you're you're a fan of Mystery Science. Do you remember uh Giant Spy Invasion? The guy yeah. with the waddle. The oh, guy with the neck waddle. Yes. Alright, alright. I gotta play this right now after watching this. No God! No God, please no! 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 No Is my head exploding. <laughs> So. <laughs> New head for Mr. Pick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Coming up. And I'll just say right here, right now, yes. you're welcome. Oh, no problem. So is there are there Can any I say, other... I say you're welcome. Are there any other features of Donald Trump that resemble any other body parts you can think of? <laughs> well, you know, I'm quite convinced that if you pulled that dead fluffy cat off of his top of his skull mm-hmm. that his head and if you brought in the turtleneck um, yeah. that he would look very convincingly like here's the wind up in the pitch <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> an uncircumcised penis don't say penis in this house so <laughs> So does this mean that, like, with Eric Bowling, every picture of him is technically a dick pic? Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Oh. We haven't even ta- we haven't even played catch up on Eric Bowling. He's been suspended oh. for Fox News. Everybody. I Ooh. have seen uncircumcised hey, penises, by the way. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Thank wait. you for that tip, Ray. <laughs> wait. You a took minute. away his hair and gave him a turtleneck. That would not look like an uncircumcised penis. It would look like something <laughs> that's got serious infections. Yeah, have you yeah. ever been in a? Have you ever seen wait a? a have you ever seen what? a gladiator movie, Rain? No, I haven't. <laughs> I have seen uncircumcised penises. I've wait, not seen wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ever been in so a he's got a neck room, like though? a vagina? He's got yeah. a neck like a vagina, and a, he- and a head like a penis. 
Don't say penis so, in this house. But the thing is, right, is if he right. has it, if he has wait, wait, a wait, 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 wait. penis, it's got a cat anus for if, lips. If he's got a neck like a vagina and a head like a penis, he could go fuck himself. Oh hey, Trump. <laughs> you uh, yes <laughs> there you I mean, go that is both awesome and horrible thank you it is <laughs> thank it you is. and you bastard i'll give you uh, i'm gonna give everybody the bobby briggs amen, amen! there you go <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I, and if i could just if i could steer into the eric bowling uh skid for just a second here uh <laughs> <laughs> I heard he sent pictures of his penis out. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> Again I, with the penis. Don't say penis I, in this house. All right, stop it. Go ahead, Clint. I hear that he was actually working on his uh, uh, Anthony Weiner impersonation. So, oh, you know. see, see, there you go. Uh, sure, new nightclub act. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta have something to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but oh yeah, so Eric Bowling sent out dick pics again. You know, any picture of Eric Bowling, like Adam says, is a, is a dick pic. Um, um, but yeah, uh, sexually inappropriate uh, text messages and um, oh, Caroline Heldman actually made a, a comment about him inviting her into his office, and he immediately like said, "Yeah, this is where I like having sex in my office." Uh, Carol, I don't know if you know Caroline Heldman. She's a good liberal that goes into the lion's den at Fox from time to time. Uh, actually, I've ta- spoken to her before and almost had her booked on uh, Turn Up the Night, but it fell through. I don't do the special guest thing anymore. It's well, fun. And yeah, we'll get a conversation like tonight. I can't see why. No, um, you don't want special guests. Yeah. Blame yourself. You, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> It is a terrible, terrible thing we've done tonight on the show. Just terrible. Um, uh, <laughs> I just uh, hope there's no children listening. Uh, I, I hope so too. But yeah, it, it, it's it, we're we're fl- we're flagged as explicit. Don't worry. But this yeah. is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, it really is. My apologies. Now, last, last Friday's show was fucking filthy. So you know, we yeah, was it? Oh, it was. I'm I'm still. I have stains yet. I almost named it our filthiest show ever. You need to do your own laundry, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There you go. All right. Well, I used a whole Buddha trying to get that off me. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Bubble genius. Um, Oh yeah. Uh, but all right, well, Clinster again, uh, happy birthday and uh, many more, and uh, treat yourself. Um, I hope you have a great, great time at the concert. Uh, well, you said uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter and Lucinda Williams. Lucinda have Williams. Have you seen them before? Uh, I've not seen them before. Uh, my wife has. Uh, she's gone uh, when she lived in Texas. She saw Lucinda uh, at the Kerrville Festival. Um, which is a big folk festival that happens every year. Uh, yeah, I've Texas. seen them both. I think you're going to have a blast. They are amazing Great. musicians. I, I love their work. So uh, this Excellent. is going to be fun. So, All right. Well, Clint, it, it was great having you back on. We'll have you back on soon. And we got to talk about doing that uh, that Gear Talk show with you, me, Bobber, and uh, Lee. 
Uh, I think that'll be oh, a yeah. lot of fun. Songwriting, gear talk, whatever. You know, I think it would be a very, very fun and interesting podcast special to to have. Maybe for the upcoming holiday season, we could even uh, give gift ideas for people who have musicians in their lives and fun things that they can get for them. Yeah, that might be nice. Yeah. And sneaky ways to find out what gauge strings they use or kinds of picks and things like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, but Clint, Clint it was that, that's just a really dumb random thing I thought of. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Clint, sir, uh, good to have you on, brother. Happy, happy birthday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. See you all around. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy birthday, Clint. Thanks, Adam. Bye. All right. There he goes. Uh, so, all right. It is break time. When we come back, um, I, I don't know. I I think I think we're going to have to. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to listen to some Ken Ham, everybody. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, this is what we have left over from Adam's show. Ken Ham, uh, Alex Jones, and Michelle Bachman. So I basically did all your show prep for a night is what you're saying, except for the Gorka stuff. Oh no, I got the I got the Gorka stuff, the the uh uh Trump uh, stuff, the Anna Navarro stuff, the Kellyanne Conway stuff. Oh that is okay. Conway. Yeah, you no. Know. Come on. I, I'm sorry, I, I kind of flushed those memories down the drain. All I, right. I well, I mean there was them. so much unused audio from your show, you know. I I figured why let it go I, to waste. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean someone suffered to produce that. <laughs> Yes. So, all Plus, right. It's been it's been pretty slow the past few days. It, it, except yeah. for that whole Which, nuclear war thing. Yeah, except for the nuclear winter <laughs> shit. Yeah. Right time. It's been uh, pretty slow. I mean, Joe and I both haven't been able to really find it, it's been slow. It's been quiet. I guess maybe tonight. I'll, you it's know, maybe the nuclear a, war started. Yeah, yeah, maybe, that. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, yeah. rename the show Countdown to Extinction with Kenny Pick after uh, we see what happens. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I wonder what the doomsday clock is saying tonight. The doomsday clock with Kenny Pick. Uh, yes. <laughs> there you go. So, all right, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, hit the break. And when we come back, uh, we got, uh, uh, just about another hour of this. I'm going to be uh, uh, calling on you for Mad Libs contributions as well. So start thinking of your adjectives and nouns and all that fun shit. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. And now, on with the show. It's like magic talk. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of uh, Turn Off the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, I want to say something. This is kind of exciting. Uh, David Letterman is going to be returning to uh, television in the form of a Netflix show coming up where he's going to do yes. one, one-on-one interviews uh long one long form interviews uh for a new netflix series that's very exciting so we need dave back yes. so uh now more than ever so uh i think that he shaved his beard yeah no no i think he did hmm. did he i don't his know mom just his mom just died did you know that oh no yeah, way she, yeah she yeah yeah well, weeks she, ago. Wow she she had a good she had a good run then because he's seventy. She did. So, yeah. You know she. Uh, I'm guessing she had to be at least ninety then. You know, maybe late eighties. Um, but um, uh, but yeah. So congratulations to uh, David Letterman. I'm looking forward to uh, plowing through your new Netflix show. Uh, it might be done. I think it might be done like Chelsea Handler show where they do uh, a new show every week. You know, and not. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, uh, I, think it's, uh, so. I think they said it's six. Uh, he signed on for six episodes. Yes. Nice. Nice. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I heard six uh, episodes, and he's going to do his interviews, but he's also going to go out on the streets. Oh, cool, cool. Like beat. he used to do. Nice. He's going to go do you know on these street interviews. Oh, I used throw- to love Hello Deli. Remember Hello Deli? Oh, yes. 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 I actually oh. had lunch there. Oh, nice. What'd you think of it? Was it good? Oh, it was the greatest pastrami sandwich I ever had. And I love pastrami. Ruben, uh, Ruben, Ruben was the one that served us. Oh, oh very wow. good. Very yes, nice. yes. Well, all right. Well, welcome, nice. welcome back to Joe Santoris' Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. And, and uh, sometimes Manhattan. Yeah, sometimes Manhattan for a good uh, pastrami. Uh, I've got no go. qualms with that. And, of course, be sure to check out the clown car this Sunday because uh, you know what you know, we're we're telling you this. Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it will be. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, of course, uh, Adam Hebert in um, Enterprise, Alabama. Uh, of course, from Mike Check Radio can be heard every Saturday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Oh, and by the way, Adam, um, you're welcome yes. for making your podcast for you after chewing me out over playing all your audio. I wasn't chewing you out. <laughs> Just fucking with you, dude. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow, but anyway, offensive there, Adam. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, hold on. Since you mentioned the podcast, I want to say this. You mentioned the movie Saturday called, right? Seven S's. Yeah, seven S's. Now, Dirk Benedict. It, this movie, yeah, yeah, starring Dirk Benedict, the face man from eighteen. But do you know who wrote the script? No. Okay. A ver- if you if you know Mystery Science Did, Theater, you're going to know this name. Did you see the guy who put together your podcast, Adam? Sandy Frank? No. No, no, no. You're close, though. 
Joe Don Baker. How pe- can I get it out, please? You asked me to get it. That's, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hal P. Warren, a.k.a. the brilliant mind behind Manos, the Hands of Fate. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Very nice. Very nice. So We have to riff this movie, Kenny. We owe right. it to America. All right. All right. Very good. So uh, where the snakes grunt and squeak uh in this movie uh yeah so all right let's go ahead and uh get to uh our final jingle of the night everybody it's rain i love it when it rains for your pleasure it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com excellent she never failed me before honey you got to give it away to keep it you can't just hold on to this attractive hot beautiful we're talking about the same thing here. you want to mess around here comes the source of energy known to womankind all right welcome back rain hi hi i have some breaking news besides that's what she said yes <laughs> oh what did he what did he do this time he didn't do anything it was from stephen miller Evidently, no just a few minutes ago on fox news i know that's shocking right that's shocking yeah. mm-hmm. he said president trump's the most gifted politician of our time and he's the best orator to hold that office in generations. Fuck you, Miller. (laughs) (laughs) He's serious, isn't he? (laughs) Uh, Stephen Miller is serious. How many times do you think Stephen Miller has been locked in a locker? Kenny, please tell me how Crank was. I'm I'm going to put the link to the tweet. Well, (laughs) I... He's right. the most gifted orator to hold that office in generations. All right. Well, it is, it is a quarter after, and I have a few things. I have to multitask at this moment right now, everyone, uh, because, you know, that means it's time for me to start uh, collecting some information from our from our chat room. And I don't mean social security numbers, but I do mean Mad Libs. Hey, Susan, bring me that pen on the coffee table that was in there earlier. So. <laughs> Who would want want to steal my crappy identity? uh, I don't know. Uh, But anyway, let's go ahead and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to the Ken Ham stuff right now, everybody. And uh, it's uh, he wants to take the rainbow back from the maniacs. So uh, okay, freak. (sighs) Yeah. So Ken Ham, everybody knows, does the Noah's Ark Museum in Kentucky or whatever. Um, and or the Creation Museum, whatever the fuck hey, it is. I didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah, and and he's he's Australian. Got his ass whipped by Bill Nye. Yeah, he's an Australian evangelical crazy person, and uh, it is um, and 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 he never ceases to amaze on how stupid he is. So here he is. He wants to take the rainbow back from the gays. Well, you know, uh, Ronnie, we're losing our culture from a Christian perspective, and we see the secularization of our culture, and we certainly see the LGBTQ movement, which is really represents a small percentage of the population, but having such influence on the entire culture and leading generations astray. And, you know, associated with them, they have the rainbow, the rainbow flag, although they have six colors. But the original rainbow flag for the LGBT movement goes back to 1978, and so you're talking about 39 years ago when an artist in San Francisco came up with the idea of a, a rainbow flag. 
39 years ago. And if you look in the Bible, about 4,300 years ago, after the flood, uh, God told Noah that when the rainbow appears in the sky, that we are to remember it to be a sign between God and uh, uh, of the covenant between God and the animals and God and Noah, uh, that there would never again be another global flood. A reminder that God did judge with a global flood, and it was because of the wickedness of man, I'm sure as wicked as the Canaanites and all their sexual perversion and so on, every thought of their heart was evil continually. Okay. What? Bringing up the Canaanites? Haven't they suffered enough? Uh, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, we had to suffer Herb Kane. Uh, uh Yeah, Herb Kane. yeah. So, no. no blitz. Yeah. Uh, Stupid people are ruining America. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> This guy, I mean, it, it, I, I just don't even know where to begin. It, 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 this this is so dumb. It's like, well, you know, we need to take back the rainbow flag. Uh, oh, okay, try, <laughs> try, you dummy. That's that's what I'm saying. That should that should be the response to this guy saying, you know, the the the, the LGBT community should say, try and take it back because uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but. Uh, you know they've been working out quite a bit. Yeah, that's the thing. I think the have rainbow flags that far in the past. Uh, I, I do not think so. Uh, but okay, he's gonna so he's gonna tell you. Is he trying to take back? Well, he just wants to take back the ab- the actual rainbow. And this is the funny thing because I remember there was a, there was some kind of comedy show that I watched about like some crusty old butthole saying, uh, "Oh, we remember when gay used to mean happy. We need to take the word gay back." You know, and it's like, "Okay, try." Stopson, maybe. Uh, uh, well. Uh, no, I've seen it in, like, there was a comedy show. Maybe it was before or after him. I don't know. But, you know, the one thing that the LGBTQ community has is a great sense of humor and a great sense of irony. And, I mean, and it's just biting in crystalline. And, yes, if you want to t- try and take the rainbow back, Please do, because it ain't going to happen, Cap'n. You're, you're just going to be laughed off the fucking stage, you know? Um, so, uh, and, and Kat says, from our cold, dead hands, motherfucker. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, try it. You're, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Well, it you is know. pathetic because they want to take a symbol back, and they think by taking the symbol back, they're going to stop the movement. Yeah. Because these people are that shallow to believe that, and I could be wrong because I'm not a member of the LGBTQ and whatever comes after that because I'm just a simple white woman. Um, But uh, do they think that the movement is just based on a symbol? Uh, yeah, that that's because that doesn't make sense. And if they do believe it's based on a symbol, then you should go back to the Ten Commandments. Where there's that whole one that said you shall not believe in false gods. So therefore, the, these people seem to believe that the LGBTQ people just believe in a flag as a false god without even taking into consideration that it's movement. I hope that made sense. It might not it, yeah, have. It does. It does. Um, but uh, but let, let's let's listen to him uh, uh, dig himself in deeper here because uh, I mean. 
again, this is what I was talking about earlier, you know, and I know he's not a journalist um, or anything resembling a journalist, but this is what happens when you get a, a conservative fundamentalist who wants to try and put out information is it's tainted by their belief and stories that are over 2,000 years old, again, from a Middle Eastern faith that doesn't have anything to do with American culture. Um, and, you know, other than, you know, people still believe in the stuff in, you know, and seem to focus on all the non-important stuff instead of like the Beatitudes. Again, most Trump supporters probably think the Beatitudes are a Beatles cover band, not the Sermon on the Mount. Um, so, uh, but yeah, listen, here, here's, here's, uh, here's part two of taking the rainbow back. I tweeted that. We were taking the rainbow back, and we had permanently lit the ark with the rainbow. My Twitter blew up by LGBT supporters <laughs> and uh, the, the LGBT people, and they accused me of hate. Uh, they got on my yep. Facebook, accused me of hate. And you know yep. the interesting thing? The posts I saw, the tweets I saw, were so hate-filled, full of expletives, sexual perversion, <laughs> blasphemy, and they're the ones that showed incredible hate to me, accusing me Aww. of hate because we're reminding people that 4,300 years ago, God told us what the rainbow meant. And mm. uh, so it, it just shows you the anti-Christian sentiment in this nation and the vitriol that, that, that's growing against Christianity. And we need to be bold and stand up for God's word. Stop your foul whining, you filthy piece of distended rectum! Oh, all the terrible things they put in their tweets towards me. Oh, no, it was awful. Sorry, can my we, Australian we, accent's know, terrible. Nobody no. made of LGBTQIA, thank you, Cat flag 4,300 years ago. Nobody was making those colored flags. No. Yeah, you're, you're right. But here's the thing. This is all about the fact that they're no longer allowed to beat up on the people they've traditionally been allowed to beat up on. In, in many cases, literally, just ask Matthew Shepard. Uh, oh, wait, you can't. He's dead. Um, but th this is just a backlash. Well, we can't do this. We can't, you know, th th they ch they're just bullies on the right. And that's all it is. This is bully mentality. You know, uh, agreed. You know, that's all it is, is they're sad because they can't, um, you know, like you said, run roughshod over a minority community that uh, doesn't share every creepy little hate filled value that they do. I mean, because, you know, yeah. the, 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 there are plenty of Christians who happen to be, you know, member of the LGBTQA community. Well, it, it comes down to something else, is that as much as they want to roughshod and they want to bully, even though it might be a minority section or, or you know, a minority part of our country, our community, yeah. our nation, um, our minorities now have voices. Yes. Exactly. And that's and the that's thing that they don't like. We're going to speak. They, we're going to speak up. We're going to speak back. I'm going to speak for my brothers and sisters and in a community that I'm not necessarily a part of, but I'm their ally. And exactly. they will speak for me, even though they're not a woman, a feminist, because they're my ally. We stand together. And that, in the end, I think is what these guys are really afraid of. We're starting to come together. 
regardless of, of politics we're we're gonna we're gonna have each other's backs mm-hmm. see here's the th- they, they see freedom as something of finite availability they see freedom as like a pie and they're used to having the whole pie and then the civil rights era came and all of a sudden they see that you know someone is taking a slice of pie from the hard-working god-fearing white man and giving it to the worthless you know you know, and, the, and again, I want to stress: this is their view. I'm not calling you know African well, African Americans worthless. Uh, yeah, yeah. But now, aside from you know, pie, what else do they have in common? It's, this I, I'm is afraid a, this I don't gotcha understand question. the question. When, I, when I, you I, I'm, I'm trying to like, well, let just let Adam finish his point, and then you follow up, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around the question. I'm sorry, but in an end, like I said, after Civil War, the 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 LGBTA rights movement started and all of a sudden oh no they're coming for more of our pie you know so you either have freedom or you don't freedom isn't a fucking pie yeah but rain what were you going to say well the question was is when you when you look at these people who are afraid of their pie being taken away from them look at who they are what do they have in common and it doesn't it, it doesn't, I'm not even talking about gender. I'm talking about the one thing these people have in common. Uh, they're generally 95% of the male time. Protestants. Well, they're white. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, uh, they're it, white. you know, again, it's usually, or it's usually they're, white Or they're wives male to the white men. Yeah. Or they're wives. Well, because, too. you know, women, women aren't innocent in this either. Yeah. And I just it, want to stress Protestant. Oh, sorry. I just want to. I just want to go back to something, uh, Rain. When you were talking about, you know, standing up for our brothers and sisters, uh, you know, in the LGBTQA community, um, is that you know this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Is you know, being a Democrat is looking out for anybody else who doesn't have it as good as you. And when I say as good as me, I'm not saying that mm-hmm. anybody isn't as good as me. I'm saying that I understand my white male privilege. My straight mm-hmm. white male privilege. And I have it better in society because people aren't gunning for me because of who I am or who I love. You know? Yes. Uh, and it, I, I don't have those obstacles. So that's what it means. And so for, you know, whenever Republicans are like, no, we're the big tent party. Fuck you. Suck a bag of dicks. No, you're not. You know, yeah, but their tent is usually white. Yes, and it resembles a it resembles a clan hood, (laughs) a very large clan hood. You know, I'm I'm right there with you when it comes to white privilege. I'm I'm a white heterosexual female. Yeah, I get it. I have learned about this in the past five, six, seven years. I get it. Nobody looks at your name on a yeah. Nobody looked at your name on a job application. Well, they might have thought you were Jewish. Because of your last yeah, name. Yeah, that's you true, know. actually. I never um, even thought of that. They probably but, uh, did. They read Pickle Simon like, we just got to see what this guy fucking looks like. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, comes, it comes down to, to realizing this is, where, this is where my station is of life. And, and that's not necessarily privilege. It, it, here is where I am right here in, yeah. at this point today. I'm talking about tonight, Tuesday night, 930. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to make sure that... I do everything I can to at least help people get to where I am and maybe help them get forward and go beyond me. Yeah. That's the difference. 
And that's yeah. what Ken Ham does not get. Yeah, exactly. He wants to take things away from people. He wants to take the rainbow away from our brothers and sisters. It's just nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So, Ken Ham, fuck off. Uh, when we come back, similar similar topic. Um, uh, we're gonna have to forgo the Michelle Bachman. I know everybody's really sad. Oh. So, Michelle Bachman, I'm sorry. Game over. Game over. I can't play your audio That's tonight. Oh. Game over. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's my What's favorite. What's that move. all about? Game over. Yeah. So, uh, and speaking of... Uh, Game over. We're going to play Atomic Fire on the break because we might very well be experiencing that <laughs> soon. Um, yeah. Yes. Welcome to Atomic Fire with Kenny Pick. That would be that would be heartless if I named the show that. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break when we come back. Uh, we're going to get to some Alex Jones and your contributions to two Mad Libs. And we'll have uh, my Motley crew here fill out the rest. And we'll have some laughs. There's some good ones in there. Um, I actually took it upon myself to actually glean a few things from people's comments that weren't exactly just things they were saying uh, to fill in some of the blanks. So it could be fun. So uh, anyway, all right, here we go. Atomic Fire. We'll be right back right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. 
We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Ending Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Enterprise. And uh, thank you to Ron. Uh, uh, Tim's husband said, uh, Ron said that uh, Atomic Fire was perfect for tonight's show. So uh, thank you, Ron. Good to hear from you. Um, and uh, thanks, Tim, for passing that information along. Very good. Uh, so, all right. Uh, without further ado, we uh, unfortunately need to uh, listen to some Alex Jones, and uh, it, it's uh, it's it's pretty ugly, but um, it, it it's got to be done here, everybody. I'm here to beg God to get me the strength and the words to unlock. The spirit of humanity with a huge awakening to bring these people down forever and to bind them for hell. By the power of Grayskull. All right, and before we play this audio, I want to remind all of you of at least one thing that Alex Jones has said in the very recent past while he was choking back tears. I got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. Okay. 
This is a man <laughs> who believes that yeah, we have. Called, it's called the Innsmouth look. Mermaids and mermen being grown in tanks in laboratories. This is also a man who believes that um, demons and aliens are possessing souls or minds of politicians. And uh, he, uh, he, he said, you know, that's where the, you know, uh, th this comes from. It's not human intelligence. It's not human intelligence. He believes that there's alien intelligence controlling a part of our society, right? And also believes that there are, uh, you know, humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. He's had David Icke on his show who believes that lizard people rule the Illuminati and Bohemian Grove and whatever. And that uh, there's poison in the water that... Um, Oh my God! What else? Uh, you know they're they're turning the frogs gay. Uh, you know just every fucking stupid batshit moron tinfoil hat theory. This man believes, or at least pretends to believe, on the air. And then we get to what he said the other day on his show. Uh, 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 he's, he's trying this, this is, this drives me bonkers. We played this on, uh, Mike check radio on Saturday, but I didn't realize there was a follow-up to it. So I'm going to play you both parts here. Um, I cut off a little bit, so this is only 30 seconds long to, uh, ease, help ease the pain. But this is Alex Jones saying, I don't hate transgendered individuals, you know, and he's, he's talking about the, the, the trans man from, uh, I believe Washington, who's pregnant um, and uh, you know, and I didn't know about this story. And frankly, it's none of anybody's fucking business. Somebody's having, somebody's having a baby, none of your fucking business. You know what? I don't care if somebody's pregnant. I don't care how they identify. I don't care about anything because guess what? It's none of my business. How somebody raised, you know, comes into their family or creates a family. It's none of my goddamn business. I don't want to know about Alex Jones' creepy bedroom habits on how he produced offspring. I don't fucking care. None of my business. So he's doing a commentary on there and all the while saying, I don't hate these people. I don't hate these people. All the while spewing vitriol and hatred towards transgendered individuals. So, fuck. Kenny. Yes. Your Alex Jones imitation is is it's a little eerie. frightening. It's eerie. <laughs> Lizard people ate my balls. So it's, it's gotten it's gotten yeah it's changed and it's gotten really close. Blood and water. Yeah. <laughs> it must be all that, that super male. It must be all that super male vitality I've been taking. So <laughs> <laughs> super male vitalis. Put hair on your penis. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I broke wrong. Trump's hair in this house. Didn't have it there before. Now I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here's Alex Jones. I don't hate these people, but I hate them. I don't hate men that think they're women or vice versa. And if people want to do that, that's their issue. I'm a libertarian. I'm going to pause it right there. I don't hate men who think they're women or women who, I, I don't remember what he said there. Um, but yes, you do. You hate them so much, you just diminish them into saying, yes. oh, they just think they are. They are, motherfucker. They are. Thank you. 
So oh. by you saying, I don't hate them, and then in the same breath... Because they think. You say they think they are this. Fuck you. Fuck you. So anyway... <laughs> I don't want to pay for your sex change via taxes. You don't have to. I don't to. want to pay to have your wisdom teeth removed. <laughs> I don't want to pay for you to have uh, what is where they suck the fat out. Liposuction. Duh. But they got the headlines. Jones is a homophobe. Yeah. Right here, he said that a man that had a baby wasn't a man. Because it said it was a woman that thought she was a man that then got pregnant. She's a woman. All right. Okay. Yeah. Evidently, Alex Jones doesn't understand the difference between gender and sex. No. Gender dysphoria is a real thing. And uh, for him to be so callous and so cruel, um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't hate him. I don't hate men that think... Yeah, yeah, you fucking do. I don't know why the... Um, why, why do you bring in wisdom teeth into this? Because, because he's, he's trying, an asshole. He's trying to. Uh, he's trying to. In, uh, I, I guess he's trying to to lighten his hate. I guess is the best oh. way to put it. He's trying to lighten his hate-filled attack. Say, oh well, you know, I don't. Uh, you know, I just don't want to pay for anything. You're not, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Unless somebody's in the military, and guess what? Full ride. Anything people need that serve in the military, full ride. Anything they need, yeah. Anything they need. That's in their con. That's in their contract. <laughs> yeah. So, and as Cat pointed out, it is a need. Trans medicine is-, is a need. It's not a want. It's not a desire. It's not an uh, an optional thing. It is a need for someone to become the person they are. Yes. And maintain, yes. you know, everything that they need, you know, to, to make their life happy, complete, and whole, how they, you know, to, to their needs, not wants. See, this is something, Ken, I'm glad you brought this up, and I, I'm going to make it quick. I know we're running short, but this is something I do not understand in our society. You know, don't, we should be wanting to make sure that our friends, our family, friends of friends, family of family, which, you know, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Shouldn't we just want to make sure that people are happy and if they need something, they get what they need? Yeah. Yeah. Again, goes back to what we both said on tonight's show. What all of us believe is that we need to look out for everybody who doesn't have it as good as us. And again, that's yes. not about finances. That's a, that's about it's about a, a station in life that you know there are certain challenges that individuals like ourselves do not have to overcome. And or do not have to I'm sorry, they shouldn't even have to try and overcome these things. You know, there it's 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 repulsive. But Kat points out Alex Jones fucking hates trans people. No matter what the dick fuck says, he hates trans people. And I'd fucking knee him in the micro nuts if I ever saw him. And to that I say, Amen. Amen. Big league. Amen. And uh Moon Mayor follows up and says Alex Jones needs to be nut kicked over and over and over again. Oh, and I gotta read Tim's too. Uh Tim Cormel says Alex Jones is an American parenthetically russian style bot uh it was uh making a lot of money off the rubes absolutely and he okay also so has tiny tiny nuts 
Yeah, they're like it's like. So you're gonna have to kick all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to just you know you're gonna have to get a, a snowshoe to catch that shit. Uh, so <laughs> uh, tennis racket, just yeah, steel tennis racket. Do they make those? Um, uh, and uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, I didn't no. think so. But you know, hey, that there could be a market if enough people rise up. I'll I'll, I'll start my own new business. Steel tennis rackets for to to get a um, Alex Jones micro nuts. Um, okay, so so he totally doesn't hate trans people at all. Then why the fuck did this asshole say this shit? It's like magic talk. I'm a twenty foot giraffe with purple spots, and when I go to the bathroom, Lucky Charms comes out, golden rainbows. I I'm a fifty foot red purple striped giraffe and. When I go to the bathroom, I give birth to leprechauns. And if you don't agree to that, you're insane, you're crazy, because I control things, I'm magical. I got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. No, no, you, you, you've been insane for a long time, you fuckwit. I'm a one-eyed, one-horned, fun, purple people eater. Um... It's like magic. Sorry, was that too talk. good, Kenny? It, it was good. It was good. I, I, I'm intimidated, uh, but yeah, it's like he says. It's like magic talk. It's like magic talk. Then tell me what the fuck this gonna uh, crazy bullshit is? This? It's not human intelligence. They got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. What the fuck? He's he sits there. And he's claiming that there are two species that are impossible to crossbreed. Fish. He's also he's also kind of claiming humans. that I could be misinterpreting this, but he's also claiming that transgender people are not human. Well, I think that argument could be made, but I think that the, the more important thing in here is that he started off his thing saying, I don't hate these people. And then he went and ridiculed, tried to ridicule them and saying, it's like magic talk. Look at me. I'm a purple giraffe. I would go so far as to say, and I hope, I hope that I'm forgiven for saying this, but I'm pretty sure that transgender people aren't seeking his love. I So when he yeah. says, I don't hate them, I'm pretty sure people like our sister cat don't give a fuck about what he doesn't or no. does love or hate. But she would knee him in the micronuts any day. Uh, and I, I'd be I, right behind her. I, I would, yes, I would, uh, I'd be screaming. I've already like, asked you, Kenny, if I get bail, I'd, we'll, yeah. we'll start a Kickstarter. I'll, I'll do Turn it. up the night's bail. It. I'll get into my savings for you, um, and uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll be right behind her doing my best Bobby Briggs impression. Amen. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, seriously, I don't hate transgendered people, but I'm gonna totally ridicule them right now because I have zero understanding or pretend to have zero understanding just so I can whip up the Trump cult. I want to say a word that I don't usually say. I'm not going to do it. Buttholes. Um, and and bunghole. Uh, yeah, my bunghole. bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Trump cult bungholes. 
yes, uh, not my bungholes. Uh, my bunghole. Yeah, Trump's bungholes. Um, you know, they they they're fucking horrible. They're fucking horrible. And and for anybody who listen to that and, and feels good about themselves. I'm going to hold my thoughts right there. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because we, we, we talked about, we talked about Ken Ham and how he's going to take the rainbow flag back, which it, it, I kind of find it very silly because we have marriage equality and we're moving, we're moving so forward towards trans transgender equality. I mean, we're not there yet, but we're going to get there. I mean, I think we're going to get there in the next five, 10 years. Yeah. And then, I really, I do, I really do believe that. So I, I so believe you have so too. that, and and then and then you have you then you have you know little tiny Alex Jones over there saying, "Well, I don't hate the transgender, but you know." But I'm I gonna do my best to make the you know to dehumanize them and belittle them and say horrible shit. You know, I mean, it, take a flying leap, he's, Jones. He's, they're not going to win this. They're not going to win this. And you know, uh, and I believe that even with with fucking Trump, we're no the march is it's going forward. We're going to yeah. win. And Cat brought up Caitlyn Jenner too. Uh, she said most trans people don't care about his love. There are some with uh, politics like Caitlyn Jenner. Um, with with politics like Caitlyn Jenner. Um, yeah, I saw that. And, and here's the thing. Caitlyn Jenner was just really upset the other day about Trump's tweet um, uh, about, you know, transgendered individuals in the military. Really upset. Then seen driving around in a fucking MAGA hat. Okay. What What is the disconnect with that Are you one? that self-fucking-loathing or is this just, I mean, is this a complete ruse? What's going on? What is her disconnect? I have no I, 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 no idea. It's like, oh, 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 yeah, Trump. Terrible. Oh, I just found out you're a liar. Wag the finger. Of, you know, and that, I don't get how anyone can be shocked that Trump is a liar. I don't understand how any LGBTA American could, could support Trump when the Republican sales pitches... We just want to treat you like shit. ISIS wants to kill you. Because yeah. that is basically the Republican Party's pitch to, exactly. to, to LGBTA Americans. Is you know, we just want to kick you know, we just want to kick you between the knees or what you know, whatever. They they'll, we just they'll want kill to take you. we just want to take your rights, but they want to kill you. We just want to make well, you second class take- citizen. We want to put you in prison, but we don't want to kill you. We want we'll sodomy. Tolerate, we want yeah. sodomy laws on the book, and you know, like I've said all the time uh, on this show, is for all those freaks who cry that Sharia law is coming. Sharia law is coming. No, it's fucking not, because we've been fighting our own version of Sharia law in this country for many, many moons, and you guys are the practice. You're the warm up act for fighting against Sharia law. All these fundies out there, you're the warm up act. And we've done pretty damn uh, I, I good. We've done pretty damn good so far, but there's still a lot, a lot of work to do. But God help the person who wants to come in and say, oh, yeah, we totally want this uh, Sharia law stuff and throw people off buildings or whatever, you know, or whatever twisted version of it there is. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because we're still 
pulling it out by the roots of the the evangelical fundamentalist bullshit uh, out of our, our rules and laws and and everything. And and it's it's taken time, but we'll get there, God willing. Or well, I keep saying God willing, God God bless you. You could um, say God willing, spaghetti monster, hell heiress. Sure. Say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Athena willing. You can believe in all of it or none of it. Yeah. All right, Adam, you had something you wanted to say. We got to wrap this up and get to Mad Libs. But I was gonna say, I, I I was gonna say you have a point, but I think it's already here. Sure, you know, Christian Sharia in many states is the law of the land. No, you know it's where. Not. Well, uh, you have these states that say pharmacists can not only decline to fill your prescription, but they can seize it and not return it and not, you know, forward you to another uh, pharmacy. How is that not Sharia? It's not Sharia because... (laughs) It's Christian, you know, for what of a better term. It's not. It's It's close. It's close. I I just, I got to tell you something, Adam. I need to say this. It's not Sharia yet. It's close. There are comparisons that can be made. But if you yeah. really go back and look at what Sharia law is, we are not there yet in the United States. No, and, and we never and, will. And I don't think we ever will be either. But, you know, we just have to be careful about going to the extreme and saying this extreme is here. Because on the right, as as more and more of the right wing ide- you know, ideologies creep towards the center... It gives them cover to say, well, we're not there yet. We we do not have Sharia law here in the United States. No. All right. Well, and, and Joe, we haven't I, heard I from you. I hope I made sense. And I'm sorry, no, Adam. No, you did. I'm, you I'm, did. It, don't, no, no, don't, no, no, no. Don't, don't be, be sorry. sorry. We, 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 we understand. Uh, we understand one another. Uh, but I'm sorry. We, we have to move along. And Joe hasn't uh, chimed in for a little bit. And I want to make sure he gets his thought before we get to Mad Libs. Joe? Yes. Uh, no, I was just enjoying the conversation. But... Um, yeah, I mean this whole. I mean, the whole thing is silly. I love when racists and and people who are homophobes say they're not homophobes and not racists, because that just confirms to me that they are. Bingo. And that's what Alex Jones is. And that's yeah. what Alex Jones is, and that's that's what uh, Ken Ham is. And uh, to Ken Ham, I would like to say from my favorite movie, The Mighty Wind. There's a kiss at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> More precious than a pot of gold. So there. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, well, well played, sir. Uh, okay. Uh, it, it is time. We got to do this quick uh, because I'm tired. Mad Libs, everybody. Yeah. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Mad Libs. Oh, that's right. Somebody bless Mad Libs. Uh, okay, everybody. Here we go. We got two uh, on the boards here. And uh, we'll start with you, Rain. I need a number. One number? 69. 69. And uh, Adam, I would like uh, the name of a male Trump supporter. Or Trump administration. What, what Anybody... Who is is on board with Trump? Gorky Pig. <laughs> See, would you like it just as Gorky Pig? Yes. All right, Gorky if Pig. That's an it option. Is. Yes, it is. And uh, Joe Santorsa, I need a place. Uh, 
Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Uh, and let's see. Rain, I need another place. Woodstock. Woodstock. All right. Uh, Adam, I need another number. 42. Okay. And, that was my uh, best deep thought. That's good. I like it. I like it. And uh, let me see. And Joe, I need yet another number. Six six six. <laughs> you said that with such authority, and uh, <laughs> it was in my clown car. <laughs> oh, there you go. And uh, Rain, I need an occupation. A job title or occupation. You there, Rain? Did you mute Rain? A guy who runs a taco truck. Oh. <laughs> uh, guy who All right, runs... just work it out. I, I got it. I'm I'm writing exactly <laughs> what you said what you said. Uh okay, and all right, moving on to the next one. Adam. I need a verb ending in ing. Sitting. All right, and uh, <laughs> Joe, lucky, lucky, part of the body. Ah, uh, toenail. All right, <laughs> toenail it is. And rain, part of the body, plural. Nostrils. All right, nostrils. Nostrils. Adam, uh, I need. A uh, plural noun. Plural noun. Uh, dragons. Dragons. Ooh. Why not go full circle? Yeah. Why not go full circle, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, let me see. Joe, uh, another part of the body, plural. Talons. Talons. Yeah, this is a human body, does it? Yes. No, it just says part of the body. Okay, uh, and last, <laughs> but definitely not least, rain, I need a color. Yellow. Yellow. All right. Here we go, everybody. This one I don't quite understand, but does anybody ever, does anyone know about a game called MASH uh, from uh, 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 Sleepover Party? I don't. Yeah. All right. That well, this is perverted. this is from Sleepover Mad Libs. I, when I first started filling out, I thought it was about Mash the TV series, so I was excited. But now that I started to read it, I was like, oh, I don't know. But apparently, there's some slumber party game called Mash. So it says, "Congratulations! Oh. According to Mash, the <laughs> ultimate sleepover game, your future looks bright and multicolored." When you are 69 years old, you will meet the man of your pillows at the Ark Park. His name will be Gorky Pig. <laughs> you will have a homosexual wedding, and you will go to the Kalamazoo. Uh, go to Kalamazoo on your monotonous honeymoon. When you return, <laughs> when you when you return, you will move into a pulchritudinous creation museum in the in Woodstock. You will drive an arrogant. Yes, you, will. you will drive an arrogant car. 
Then, when you have been married for 42 years, you will have your first... Oh, I wrote it down twice. Ark Park. Damn it. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you will go on to have 666 more children. Oh, God. Wow. You will work as a guy who runs a taco truck until you retire and move to a tropical scripture. Your mashed future looks prosperous and misguided, so prepare to enjoy it. So, there you go. I guess it's... Uh, I'm not sure exactly how the game works, but I think we all understand. It's like, you know, we're going to tell your future at the sleeper slumber party. All right. I'll tell you, that was one of the best Mad Libs that we've had in weeks. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I thought this, it was. This one is Pranks for Nothing. No. Mm. Yeah. Another one from Sleepover Mad Libs. When my tight sister and her deadly tablets have a sleepover Ooh. party. <laughs> Ooh. I love to play monochrome. I love to play monochrome pranks on them. Once I put my gummy flags in everybody's cold in everybody's sleeping cold dead hands. Gummies, huh? That's <laughs> gummy gross. flags. In everybody's cold dead hands. Sleeping cold dead hands. Uh, They thought they were wicked bugs, and they were out of their sitting bags in record time. Another time, I hid all the rolls of pyramid paper in the trunk of Dad's fuckwit. Not knowing that Dad had a hideous doctor... What? Not knowing that Dad had a hideous doctor uh, was on duty at the Ark that night... But the most un- but the most unqualified prank of all time was when I replaced all of the toenail paste with fabulous icing. Oh God. When my sister's dragons brushed their nostrils with it, the proud looks on their talons were priceless. But the yellow hey, that worked I- out great. But the yellow icing was all over their teeth was even better. So. <laughs> God. Sleepover Mad Libs, everybody. These are dumb. (laughs) Uh, Adjective dumb. Uh, There we go. I can't believe we filled out the whole thing. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. There we go. Uh, So... All right, there we go. That was fun. Those were good. Those were those were funny. Uh, You know what I what I always love about Mad Libs uh, is that. They always kind of get end up getting tainted by whatever stories there are, you know, like right before or during what's going on. So, so it's pretty great. I'm so well, I'm, and I'm surprised we didn't get more like you know nuclear or atomic or stuff, you know, stuff in them uh, as well. So, how, when you ask me for a number, when you ask me for a number, I'm almost always going to give you forty two. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. That's a good one. So, uh, oh, and by the way, Susan wanted me to tell you, Adam, that she's watching Twin Peaks episode eight on mute while listening to Turn Up the Night. As in the uh, the, the new ver- the new one, right? Uh, yeah, uh, the return that episode eight. 
I'm just yes. I'm just making sure. I'm, yes. you know. That that's a that's kind of a an appropriate uh, episode for the times. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll um, rewatch it tonight, and you know, in solidarity with uh, solidarity. There, I said it with Susan. You almost had it out completely. So, uh, all right. Well, on that note, we do have to wrap things up. So, uh, Adam, I'll let you go first with your parting shot. What do you got, brother? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Hope I didn't step on too many toes tonight. Thanks for being had. <laughs> you know, well, yes. Uh, and, uh, y- you know, Kenny, like I said, I'm glad you found the uh, the audio uh, useful. Indeed. I always say if I if I can save you even a minute's worth of, of trouble, it was worth it. So, uh, anyway, it was nice being on with uh, Rain and Joe. And, oh, uh, you too. Uh, I'm going to pass the uh, mic on to whoever is next. All right. Well, uh, Rain, do you have a parting shot for everybody? My parting shot is something that I tweeted earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I responded to to a guy who I follow on the Twitter, Andrew Lawfer Esquire. He's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And he he tweeted out regarding the North Korean threat, Trump is manipulating it, it to place us in fear. A fear for populace is easier to control. Don't let fear overcome you. And my response, and I, I do, I believe this in my deep down in my soul because I am scared. I won't lie to you. I'm really scared at what happened today. But uh, <clears throat> my response is that fear is different than concern and worry. Find facts and keep on resisting. Resist the control from this administration. So you could be scared. But don't let them control you through fear. Because we got to get through this. Because if we don't get through this, they're going to take over. And we have fought them. We have fought them for 200 days. We can fight them for 200 more. I'm going to give it 200 more. I don't even want to think beyond that. We have to fight. Don't be afraid. Just fight it. Amen. my parting shot. Amen. Very good. Joe Santorsa, you get the final word on tonight's program, sir. I just want everybody to know that as frightening as it is being an adversary of North Korea, there are worse things. You can be his brother. Or his uncle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. So don't worry. Yeah. We got through the missile crisis. We got through, hey, I got through Three Mile Island, 125 miles from me. Right. Wow. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I, I remember vividly. Yeah, and it's and Harrisburg is only 125 miles from me, and we got through that. Was that uh, 1980? When was that? I think it was 77. Uh, oh, it was, was 79. 79. Yeah, okay. that was when I moved to upstate New York. So yeah, I was like, you were you. I think all three of us were around the same distance from it. Yeah, yes. I was. In I was just a naughty so. thought in my parents' mind at the time. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was just a, Thank a, you, a young buck. Thank you. Yeah, I was a naughty, a naughty guy visiting my parents at the time because <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to be with my family when we melted down. Sure. I said, well, uh, let's let's just all go in the basement and eat our last meal. Yeah, I mean, uh, calling America, uh, you know, uh, figuratively uh, uh, calling America a melting pot is great, but literally, get out of town. No, I remember, and, and that was around the time the China Syndrome came out. Oh, yeah. Remember that movie? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's been a long time, yes. but yeah, I have seen it. So, uh, but what about the movie? So, <laughs> I kid. Uh, that was early <laughs> 70s. All right. Is that let's- Snakes on a Plane? 
it was snakes in a house. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I thank want you. these motherfucking yeah. snakes out of my motherfucking house. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> now, now you got me looking to see if I have the. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it right now. Here. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody, strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm about to open a fucking window and throw this shell right at it because it's over everybody we'll see everybody on Good friday night. enjoy all the other programs here on indie media weekly uh p.s mueller of course of course will be joining us this friday as always uh have a lovely week everyone see you all on friday that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> Nuclear is just the, the power, the devastation is very important to me. Hey, Trump, fuck you!